0: Hello and welcome to Sutra Side Talk. I'm your host Kamran Shushtar and with me is James Selig. This is our 16th episode and we are back after a few weeks of
1: being quite busy yeah. uh, I would say. No kidding. I've had... You just had midterms right? Just a shit ton of midterms in a row and a couple writing assignments to do. So been keeping me pretty busy trying to okay. keep my grades up.
0: <laughs> and everything back over here has been just kind of insane for me a little bit so finally found some time to record for a small small speck in my schedule of of terrible life but uh let's see first off did we want to start of course with what is and what always is that we play
1: yeah so uh I've mostly watched a lot more stuff than I played this uh since last we talked but mostly it's been Apex Legends when I get the free time. Uh, Tetris 99, which came out during that Nintendo Direct we're going to talk about. And that's been also another Battle Royale type game that I've been like crazy having fun with. Um, I tried the Yoshi's Crafted World demo that also came out during the Nintendo Direct. Yeah, like, I'm not usually a fan of Yoshi games, but I actually really like the creativity of this one, or at least the demo so far. I had a lot of fun with it, so I might give it a try when it comes out. And then uh, just trying to knock one of my Switch backlog games off my list, uh, trying to get through Captain Toad, finally. I'm on uh, Chapter 3 of, of, like, I'm guessing 4, depending... Based off of, like, the space in the main menu, it looks like there's another chapter after the one I'm in, so I'm about, like, halfway through, I guess. It's a lot longer You're getting than... getting all that treasure? I'm trying to 100% it. That's the main reason why I keep, like... Like, literally every level, there are... Like, the main, like, the main objective is just get the star and complete the level, but then, like, within the level, there are hidden gems defined, and then there's also usually some hidden side objective that, uh, to do that, like, you might be able to accomplish on your first playthrough or, or it might be something you might not have thought to do but it'll like tell you after the fact like oh you co- it, like if you collect this many coins in the level you get like an extra bonus objective so there's a bunch of stuff to do to 100 i don't even know why i'm bothering because it's a <laughs> miss- switch game and there aren't any trophies or anything so yeah, what's the point of anything without trophies, James? What are you doing? Because it's fun. That that's the main thing. It's it's actually what's, what's fun. What's that? <laughs> it's actually fun to play in, especially in like bite-sized pieces. Like that's the other reason why I started playing Captain Toad is I could play like a level or two and be done in like half hour and get back to studying. So bite-sized games are good, in my, uh, good use of time for me right now. That, that's right. the main thing. Gotcha.
0: I've played Actually been I I got a good amount done the last few days the last time we talked, but it was also due to like uh those days off on the the cheat days I do like the the co op stuff. But I got through I don't know if I talked about it last time. I don't think I did, but I got through Halo 3 at EST. Actually, yeah, no, we didn't. Uh, I so I got through it all in one day. I played co op with a friend uh we same guy we've been doing the other halos with uh, brandon uh we got through split screen on normal got all the audio logs uh it actually didn't it basically stretched like a good amount of the day but like pretty much got it done completely remind me why it was it's still my probably my favorite halo title for sure uh the story in that one i don't know just every aspect of it and i think the slight open-worldness of it is probably yeah that was really the cool. main reason and then uh, we, the following week, <laughs> beat the entirety of Halo 4. Legendary? Uh, no, normal. Yeah. So we've been doing all of them on normal, and then getting all the... Uh, and same on that one, got all the like collectibles, so all the skulls and terminals. And um, we're just pretty much doing that... Wait, in 4 did we... Yeah, we did. Uh, we've just been like doing all the collectibles in normal, and then closer to infinite's release we'll probably do another run through them all but just on legendary basically uh straight runs without having to collect shit so it's just like start to finish get through a all uh but next up is of course five which i'll talk about actually in a little bit um, did you ever play five that's what i'm about to talk about huh. in a second after anthem well yeah 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 so I did that. I played Mortal Kombat X. I think I was talking about it before I started the story for it, and it was it like like I said before, it's uh, the only fighting game besides Injustice and Smash Brothers that I really enjoy. Surprisingly good uh,
1: story for a fighting game too. Yeah,
0: that's why I honestly, I, honestly, I played the if if there's like the newest ones besides the newest one out, like uh, playing like the story for these games is really the only reason I play these games to be honest, because I don't really have time to play, like, the... I've never gotten into, like, the competitive online fighting or, like, going to a friend's house and doing it besides, like, Smash Brothers. Every
1: time I try, uh, I get destroyed.
0: I probably would, too, honestly. Like, it took me... It took me a bit... Like, there'd be fights where i just have to repeat two or three times before I could win in the story alone, which, honestly, was only once or twice, and one was, like, the boss at the end. But I beat the complete oh yeah, uh, story is...
1: for it. But bullshit. <laughs>
0: Oh, that was the first one. But yeah, no, Shao Kahn was a bitch. Uh, second one was... Um... Holy shit, how did I just forget his name? Uh, he was... Uh... I think it was Chinook, I want to say. Oh, uh, right. Yeah, 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 so I beat him. and I beat... Honestly, Shao Kahn was probably harder than him. Uh, but then again, when I was fighting Shao Kahn, that was on the Vita, so that could be also the case. <laughs> yeah, same. <laughs> I'm not really sure. Yeah, the which this time I was playing with the... I was playing with an Xbox One controller this time, so that might have been also in it, instead of like a handheld. Um, but that's done. I guess the next one I'll play, I'll, I'm probably not going to buy Mortal Kombat 11 when it comes out, just because I like look how long it took me to play X, so I'm like, ah, at 11 I'll get to... Like, I'll play it for sure, just not anytime soon, especially since I still have to... I have Injustice the full version on PS4 from PlayStation Plus, so that's probably next, and then I'll eventually probably purchase Injustice Two on either console, and then eventually get Mortal Kombat. But for now, I'm probably not going to play another fighting game for a bit besides Smash. Uh, but it, it was cool. So the next that was of course also just at the break room at my work, on um, during lunches and breaks I would do that. So now my new break room game <laughs> is uh, Gears of War Ultimate Edition. So it's like the remaster of the first game just because that's besides four that's the only one i never played like i played the original but like never the remastered version oh, i was about to say i was so, like I we did oh no no that. we did play <laughs> yes that was yes 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 you're right those memories are real i didn't place them there yeah. uh what, what? <laughs> uh so, so i'm just uh i'm running through solo insane difficulty and getting the cog tags and i'm on act three right now we're like at the uh I uh, we're at, I'm at or what am I saying we? Uh, I keep thinking of like the whole squad in the story. <laughs> um, I'm at the portion where it's the factory when you're starting to go down like the mine shaft Ooh, with the rail yeah. cars where you first yeah. see
1: the uh, lambent wretches.
0: Yes, the lambent wretches, and honestly, this reminds me why I like it more. Like this whole game, just playing through it, I like it a lot more than I liked Gears of War two, three, and Judgment, just because. There was a lot more, I guess, unknown aspects about it. And it felt a lot more... It had a bigger horror aspect. Because, like, once the night came out and there was the Krill. And it's yeah. just like, oh, god, this is really scary and shit. I remember playing when I was 15. And it'd get dark out. I'm like, oh, this is... I haven't playing too much Gears of War. I'm like, oh, it's I, Nightfall, dude. Like, I really and, liked how
1: creative the Krill were. Because, like, honestly, a lot of shooters nowadays... I mean, it's... It's, it's weird to say that, like, a shooter lo- relies too heavily on the shooting mechanics, but the fact that Gears of War... What? Yeah, I know. Like, it, it makes sense o- on surface level, but the fact that Gears of War would actually creatively break up its, like, awesome action scenes with scenes like you just trying to stay in lit areas so you don't get destroyed by, like, razor bats. Like, you don't see that often in shooters nowadays, and I kind of miss that. Like, having a, a cool balance of, like, it's not just one thing the whole game. Yeah, I agree with that. And I'm I'm curious to see how 4 is, because I remember, like,
0: I still haven't played it yet. Uh, I still haven't finished it. But, like, um, at least the first one, like, I just that and just the night levels. The, the When you go to the factory and it's all, like, haunted house, and I was like, oh, god, this is so creepy, I love it. And it just it's just all around fun. I think it's just because also it was after playing everything else at that time playing that it felt so completely foreign to me yeah compared to like everything else i'm playing well then again like that and resistance were like a new era I- growing up because previously the shooters were all different and those were very i would call them brown games where it's oh, they just definitely
1: like, they definitely needed to broaden their color palette <laughs>
0: Yeah, but but, but uh, it was appealing in a weird sense of just like it was just so different. Well, like it, I think that's why both of those franchises were just
1: so Like it made sense for both cool to Gears and Resistance because it made it look m- much more gritty and dirty, which is kind of like the world that they were trying to set up for both those types of games. Like True. I mean, Resistance was more just like a World War one, I guess maybe they were trying to go for, like, a film grain type of look. but It was, it was
0: World War II. It was, it was world II, like, World yeah, War Two alternate right, history. Right. Yeah. And then Gears of War was, like, just alternate world where it's, like, it seemed very, and like, would you say Victorian, almost, it, in a sense? Whereas, like, yeah, an entire Victorian it had also, world, at least in just until Wasn't
1: it, like, 13 or 14 years after, like, E-Day where the... Uh, emergence shit happened? Yeah. Yeah. So, it, like, yeah. it had been, like, a brutal war for, like, over a decade. So, like, what's left is, like, super fucked. This is also like after using the Hammer of Dawn uh, satellite system to wipe out most of like the surface world just as like an asset denial thing for the against the locusts so cuz they also thought they were going to destroy the locusts with that and it yeah, just did not work it, yeah that's a thing is like they it, it, this you find out in the books but the the locusts were routinely not just wiping out uh, cog installations but like stealing their resources and basically using it to bolster their armories so as an attempt to deny the locust more artillery and shit they just like destroyed everything besides like jacinto yeah and it's like even in the game you could tell what's a locust weapon and what's a cog weapon that too
0: and pretty much like you would see locust with cog weapons like they would be kind of glowing blue and the Locust ones would be more reddish, like the boom shots and the hammer burst, whereas, like, sniper rifles and the Lancer were very good enemy variety. Cog.
1: uses of War One as well.
0: Yeah. Uh, and I'm excited to get to uh, the act, the fourth act when they go underground because I just want to see the Therans. And it's just also the banter between the squad. I fucking love that. This is it. just it's so, just... so good. When's the, when last, was the last time, time the ones said hostiles to you? I <laughs> uh we're on there like i just passed when they're in the sewer and it's like hey why don't you come down here it's a fucking party down here yeah. and i'm just like oh for fuck's sake like, on every it, level it's just so good like yeah. like on every level they're, Gears they're of War is just
1: great on like a storytelling level the character writing level like the gameplay is like fucking awesome and varied like it, Cliffy B did a good job and like yeah. honestly and his team it it was the first cover cover-based shooter that I remember playing because like up until then it was all just like first person shooters like Call of Duty and stuff like that and like maybe a third person shooter but I had never played a cover based shooter and just like moving from cover to cover so fluidly and like roadie running between cover like you're actually ducking down below bullets and stuff like it just made you feel badass not to mention yeah. that you also had a gun that like had a chainsaw bayonet that, That's definitely one of the most badass weapons I've ever seen. Also, right now, just going through it on Insane for Solo,
0: I'm just... Because it's like, you fuck up once, you're basically dead Instant, You do not live that long. I've fucked up so many times. My ogres just watching me, just like, for fuck's sake. And they're like, what? why are you talking like that? I'm like, don't worry about it. It's just when I get angry, I just sound Irish <laughs> for a second. And then it's like, what? And they're like, nothing, don't worry about it. <laughs> it's like, dude, you're not even Irish, though. But, uh... I... i've I've just been enjoying the challenge of it too it's something i'm like oh i could probably get this done in the next like week and a half maybe uh just depends because usually i'll just do it during the hour lunch instead of like the 15, 15 minute break i just use that time instead i'm like oh time to catch up on torrented comics finally uh i don't torrent comics no one heard that uh so yeah that's been gears and then i just played a little bit more red dead i was i was like starting to get further and further through chapter three and then anthem came out and that's where my time is gone and then besides that also my time hasn't really gone to that at all at the same time because i've had no time yeah <laughs> so uh i start playing anthem and i want to say um maybe it yet oh god no Uh. so i've only played i want to say for three nights because i've just i straight up like get home tired we just like got back from the gym go to sleep get ready for work rinse repeat for like four days a week practically and like the other three it's just like uh find time where i can or one of those days is the day like i basically just set time to eat shit and then like uh play like one of the halo games or something with my with brandon and stuff So, uh, time is always very, very thin for me to play games on my own that's not at work and not at my friend's house. So, I was hoping to get through Red Dead in time, but I didn't, and just, because time always against me. And And that game
1: requires time.
0: (laughs) Yes. uh, At least just to get through the story and the side stuff that just comes up on the way. But, uh, with Anthem now there, I have a full squad to play with, but the good and the bad of it is, or more of the good, because it gives me more free time if no one's on, is I'm playing with Brandon and two other friends. And we all agreed that we would only play when all four of us are online. So we all get through it equally and not have to worry about catching up and all that stuff because we'd just get annoyed. And we, uh, one of them, two of them started playing just a, like one mission before us. So then we all do like catch up basically. And they're like, don't play it on normal. We're only playing on hard. And I'm like, really? Try it on normal? I'm like, yo, this, this is fucking easy. Like, it's not even a challenge. You're just running mm-hmm. through and killing shit. And so, we switched to hard. You die really fast. <laughs> if you don't like watch what you're doing, you just die fast. You're just like, oh, fuck. And you have to wait for your... You either respawn, or you wait for your uh, teammates to go get you. Which... I'll be completely honest, I don't think any of us have tried respawning. We're just like, we're just, I'm not sure what happens, how far back you get sent, or if there's like any negative parts, but we're just all like, you know what, we're only going to come back if our guy revives us, otherwise we're just going to all just die if none of no one gets revived and each one just gets dropped off, which we're honestly fine with so far. And, alright, so, with all four of us there, we each took a different uh, javelin. So, I took the Ranger. Uh, My friends each took, like, the the Interceptor, the Colossus, the Storm. And it worked out perfectly. Like, our friend that's the Colossus usually tanks in, like, MMOs. So, he's like, oh, I'm still the tank. And we're like, yeah, you're still the tank. He's like, fuck it, okay. And I cracked up for him because he's like, uh, I I didn't look anything about this. I don't really know much about it. But I bought it because I figured, Squad's playing it. We're all going to play it. And we're just like, okay. I uh, hope it's good then, since you spent money on this, I guess. And uh, so the suits are cool. Um, the component stuff, like the whole aspect of modding and everything, like uh, changing gear pieces for like your missiles, like at least for myself as the ranger, like changing the missiles to uh, your weapons to more of a like the armor sets and just abilities your armor can do it goes by level, so it's that current story area where it's like, uh, in Destiny, where you're not at the end game yet, so you're still getting the, the blue and the, or the white and the green shit, so the common mm-hmm. and uncommon stuff. Um, it looks like it's gonna be the same color scheme as Destiny for, like, the rarity of weapons, cause so far I'm just coming up on white and green, and it's like, it seems like it's basically common and uncommon, and because I got the Legion of Dawn edition, I don't really know why, but I, I did it. I still question a bit, but the stuff looks cool, I guess. It's all gold. So it's all like the legendary top shit. So I'm assuming there's like the two colors in between uh, the green and the gold. Uh, so I have a few things that are like already higher up just because I paid a little bit more when I bought the game. And then, uh, and I'm sure you could do more like that if you actually spent real money, but I only did it for the Legion of Dawn edition. I'm not going to do it in game. Like, I'm not going to, like, I never spent money in the Eververse. I'm going to not spend money in-game for Anthem. But the mechanics and the gameplay of it, it's really cool. Like, you're flying around, and it's like, it, you're straight up, it is, it's true. You're like, all right, man, it, it's really tight. I like it. At least that aspect of it. And then you get to the story, and I'm like, I don't know what the fuck's happening. I, I don't understand what they're talking about. It, it's like, I get it. It's just, I, I don't think I care.
1: That sounds... it's, I don't
0: care like I did with Destiny. But also, it, the only neg- like thing I can't blame it for, and it's morally, like, my friends and I's fault, is, like, we're talking on Discord instead of Xbox Live, because one of our friends doesn't have a headset for Xbox. Oh. So... Okay. Yeah. So, I, I have, like, the headset on for that, and I have, like, one here headphone on, and then I have, like, the speaker up on my TV to hear the game itself, I'm trying to understand what they're saying. Got subtitles, just in case. And... I'm listening to them and i'm like i'm hearing them i see what they're saying but i just i just, I just don't care mm. at least so far and the the it's bioware so the, you normally would have like a dialogue tree and they do but it's just two choices and it's like do you want left choice or do you want right choice and i'm like i don't know the difference it feels like i'm almost saying the exact same thing either way and it doesn't Either one uh, just kind of furthers your, I guess, ranking with, like, specific people. And it doesn't even look like it takes it away. So there's not really anything that's detrimental. Like, it doesn't have a negative impact on you like it would in Mass Effect or Dragon Age, basically. Which was so like that whole most... Bioware signature of it yeah. isn't really present. So it not only doesn't... It, it, like, it just feels like... Um, in a way, it feels like Mass Effect multiplayer with jetpacks, i guess and big weapons mm. um without a cover system of course because there's not really cover in this game you're a giant mech so you're not taking cover on anything but it it seems like they, it's probably what they built it over it's either i feel like they took resources from old republic and then the mass effect multiplayer and were like how can we turn this into something like uh well, destiny or borderlands or something
1: here's one interesting thing that i've heard is like one of the reasons why uh, Anthem Anthem has been having issues is because, do you remember a while ago, EA at E3 was like, yeah, going forward, all our games are going to be made out of Frostbite Engine. Like, no matter what kind of game it is, all our games are going to be made on Frostbite, which Frostbite is apparently designed for shooters. Which is why it works really well for the FIFA, not FIFA. Um, they have I know that's what they was... have a different engine for the... Madden. I think they have a different engine for their NHL uh, um, sports games. I forget what it's called. I, I would assume uh,
0: just like everything's destructive, you just break through the fucking fence yeah. or something and like destroy audience people. Dude, that'd be oh my s- god! That'd be everything's so destructible. Uh, there <laughs> but, goes the churro guy.
1: But apparently that's why games. Like, EA games like uh, Battlefield that are already shooters, like, that that game runs on Frostbite. That game runs fine. Oh, yeah, uh, Frostbite
0: was pretty much made for
1: Battlefield, though. Yeah, and, like, like,
0: that was the original thing for it.
1: And that's also why it works fine for Battlefront uh, or whatever, because that's also a shooter. Oh, yeah, they go hand-in-hand, hand, yeah. But apparently, from what I've heard, Anthem had some issues with development because though it the engine was able to do the shooting aspects of Anthem fine it had a lot of issues with like understanding loot systems and like in mm. item inventory management and stuff like that so that's why like the game has been having some rough issues at start from what i've heard okay and like they have a they have like a place like the tower it's the it's
0: fucking fort i think fort uh, i don't Tarsis. remember what it's called yeah that's what it's called fort tarsus and you it's also have like a social space like a, called
1: the launch bay or something. Uh, I'm a, I don't know. It's basically, it's, it's supposed to be like one of the few places where you can like socially show off your armor set or whatever.
0: Okay, maybe that's, yeah, because I haven't gone there yet then. Uh, I mean, that's probably endgame stuff, most likely, I would assume. I don't know. Because Fortarsis so far, it's very small. And it's very... Uh, um it looks dense because of the amount of characters in there but you don't talk to them all it's like a, it, it's a bazaar. it looks like a little marketplace and then you can go down like steps and it gets to like a more uh like little uh, i guess like more war war table area and like planning and stuff mm. and of course like the marketplace you don't talk to any of those people you talk to it's like a giant crowd of people and it's the biggest amount of people in the fort And you talk to one person in that area because he does crafting. And then you talk to another person that's right at the edge who's... Shit, what's the difference? Oh, it's like the vault person. So instead of having a vault like in Destiny, it's like an actual person you go up to that's like at a little market spot too. Um, That's where you like hold shit. And then I realized the the weapons aren't... uh, The names aren't interesting, so you just kind of dismantle everything that you don't need uh, very fast. And, um, yeah, that's, that's really, that's really it for Fort Tarsus. There's nothing really going on. Like you just kind of run through to talk to them to further the, unlock the next quest or whatever. And certain things like, it's like, oh, there's the daily, weekly and monthly challenge. And you like press A and accept it and exit. And it, you can do it over and over and over. It doesn't really say you've accepted this already. It just kind of says it like you can do it again. And I'm like, so did I do it? And then I look later, and it's like, it shows your progress that you are, but it's just kind of weird that it keeps saying accept and exit instead of, like, there's no decline for it, really. You don't decline the challenges. Mm. It's just kind of there. Um, there aren't as... I don't want to say there's numerous quests simultaneously so far. It feels like it's just been one at a time. But also, we could be super early. Like, on, I'll be honest. Like, since we've only played three nights, we've only gotten to, like, levels we're all pretty much around level 8 through 10 right now. I think it's up to 30 levels I want to say. So I'm not really sure how long this lasts, but I've heard at least from other people that have played that the end game is really where it's at if there is anything. Like they say at least they say it's better than this the main area, the story. That the end game is at least more interesting. And then like you could replay them I think on a higher difficulty like all the missions and I'm like, ah oh, dude, I'm once was enough i don't know if i'd want to do that mm-hmm. again not even not for the difficulty i just i'm like i don't know if i'll care that much it's more fun like it's like borderlands so I, I know people would probably see wouldn't agree with this but i never really cared for borderlands the only aspect i cared about was playing with friends all right. if you don't have friends it's not interesting actually the same thing was also for sea of thieves uh with all these things they're like, they seem okay. I would not play these games alone. They, I, I'm just not going to do that. With people, though, for sure. Uh, if I have a full group of people that are like, we're all doing it, just jump in, we're all having a good time, continue talking, whatever. Otherwise, uh, if you want to just play something like this single player, unless you're a really, really big Bioware fan, or somehow the, the, you just really enjoy this, I probably would not recommend it unless you have a full group of people. Yeah. And it was like I, I'll be I'll be completely honest, one night I was also really tired. But it was like I was playing this and I started falling asleep and I'm like, Yeah, I'm done. I don't wanna play this anymore And we all like hopped off and one of my friends was like, Do you wanna try Halo? And I was like, What, Halo five? He's like, Yeah, we can't play at my place, so I was like, oh, You're right And I'm like, I'm probably not gonna pay attention to the story either for this though right now, like I'm too tired And he's like, You wanna do the multiplayer? And I'm like, Yeah, I'll try it And then I'm like Oh, oh, yeah. Halo
1: fun. 5's multiplayer was like fucking awesome.
0: Yeah. So I played. I'm like, oh, just one more match. Five matches later, I'm like, all right, I got to stop. I was doing this for five, like five matches now, and it was like, oh, this is really fun. So <laughs> um that woke me back up, whereas I was falling asleep with the other one. <laughs> I don't really, I don't know what to say why that's the reason, yeah, but dude, I don't know. Halo
1: 5's arena mode was like. Fucking amazing. Oh, we were just doing the social playlist too. It
0: was like I don't know, it was like what, four V four or something? It was something like that. But it was, it was really cool. And then, um, after one of the nights playing Anthem we stopped because one of our one of our four people jumped off. Uh the three of us basically started the story for Halo five and we're I think we only did the very first mission. It was just basically the entirety of uh the first set of Osiris stuff before you play as blue team. So, starting off, it was, I mean, like, alright, gameplay mechanics look great, like, are really fun, like, full mechanics are awesome, um, the characters, it's been one mission, I don't know what to say just yet, the outfits and everything seem cool, uh, but certain aesthetic points, like, it's, it's really, like, just design aspects, like, graphic-wise, it looks awesome, mechanic-wise, it looks awesome, it plays awesome, it's just certain, the way, certain things look just or like especially just only because I honestly probably would not have noticed if people didn't tell me about it beforehand and then I start noticing and I can't not see it where it's like hey did you ever notice like sometimes when they do designs of something they just kind of sort of do it to look cool but then you ask what the function is and there is no function and it's like oh that's funny it's like yeah but it's for a game but it's like yeah but the game's supposed to be military and there's supposed to be hardcore military people and why would they do something that's just for looks and not for practicality of like that kind of thing? Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, you're right. And it was like, yeah. And then I saw it and I was like, oh, fuck, you're right. Okay. Um, I think I, I first noticed it again replaying Halo 4, where some of the aspects of the Chief's new armor, like, you know how his armor changes from three to four, mainly because like, of the graphics. No <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, what are all these little bits and doodads on there now? Like, what do, they f- what do they do? Why are they just, like, sticking out like that? What's the point of also this That's why one? they went what back this to the... Why do you do this, huh? What, what is this, huh? And it's just like, what does that do? What does this do? What does that do? It's like, nothing.
1: Well, uh, that's why when they went, when they did Halo 5, they went, like, back to the old uh, style and, like, literally didn't even talk about it. It was just like, oh, yeah. Just... You mean infinite? No, 5. 5 still looks the same as he does in 4, almost. Does it? I could have sworn they changed yeah. it.
0: Halo Infinite's the one where it looks like the classic armor. Oh, uh, okay then. That trailer. Yeah, but that's that's a whole different story. But yeah, that's pretty much uh, as well. But that's pretty much everything I've been playing. Um, I'll probably continue with Gears um, during breaks and lunches. Uh, I would assume the next game I'm playing at my friend's place is probably Gears of War 4. Well, Away we will play basically online Anthem and Halo. And then if I have a chance where it's just me on a day or night playing at home, I'm going to basically play Red Dead and just try to get through that more, Um, but yeah, that's all that, next up, gaming news, but before we start, I just want to say, basically, uh, it will be a little bit different for all the news this week, just because I switched phones, I now have an iPhone XS Max, before I had like a 7+, Plus, but uh, some of my notes on OneNote didn't carry over, just because they didn't sync properly, and a lot of the stuff I had, like bookmarks I had for all the news stuff didn't carry over either, so, I pretty much lost all of my agenda and new notes for, like, everything. And I was just kind of... I didn't have time to do it again. So, we kind of... James will have a lot of the Nintendo stuff, and I have certain things, but it'll be more condensed topics, or, like, the really big ones you couldn't forget, uh, will, is what we'll be talking about pretty much this week. Yeah.
1: Like we a lot of stuff has happened since we last, like, got together to actually record, but we're kind of just going to try to cover the main... the big things.
0: Yeah. So uh bef- do we want to start off with Nintendo, I guess? Yeah. Just knock
1: all of that out at once. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Uh there was like like pretty much right after we recorded uh last there was a Nintendo Direct like on the thirteenth or something of February. And I mean it was like a half hour long. There was a lot of stuff in there, but it was mostly like indie games and updates to dates for stuff coming out, which I don't want to get too into because it would take me like another half hour to get through. But the main big things that I was super interested in, they started off the conference with not only are they... I thought they were just going to port Mario Maker to the Switch, but they're instead going to do a full Mario Maker 2. Uh, that's coming out in June this year, so I'm super excited for that because like I... I liked the idea of Mario maker when it first came out. Cause it was like little big planet. You can play and create levels, but it was a lot simpler cause it was just 2d and they, they made it really easy to, to, to make levels. So I liked it, but they kept bringing out like updates of like new mechanics that they were there to make the game like more comple- uh, complex and easier to make exactly what you want to make. So I was like, I'll just put this down and play something else until all that stuff comes out and I just, like, never picked it up again because I was not sure when they were done with it. And so now they're just, like, bringing all that stuff to the Switch plus new extra shit. So I'm excited for that. That, That's going to be probably a Switch game I'll be playing for years. Um, They... Ended the conference with a surprise Link's Awakening remake for the Switch. Oh, yeah. Which I was extremely surprised by. I was like. I think everyone was. Everyone was very pleasantly surprised by it. I mean, like, of all the Zelda games for them to bring back and remake, I was not expecting, like, a Game Boy game to get remade. But I'm kind of excited because I never actually got around to playing Link's Awakening myself. And just everyone who is a fan of Zelda, or maybe not everyone, but like I've been f- here since it's been announced, I've just been hearing people say it's like one of the best forgotten Zelda games. So I'm excited for it. It was so good. Everyone forgot it. Well, it's it's one of those things where it's like not everyone had a Game Boy, so not everyone got to play it or whatever. But I had a Game Boy. Yeah, so did I. I totally didn't play. The weird thing is like Daniel loved Link's Awakening and I just never played it. Uh, the, um, the only issue I have with it's like I like the art style they're going for overall. It has this really interesting like everything's a plastic figurine look to it. Because, I mean, before it was, what, very super pixelated? Yeah. Like, it
0: wasn't really anything. There was no real design aspect to it. It was just more of, like, moving pixels It was pixels pixelated,
1: overhead, Sell the game. I mean, they... Um, apparently, the, the trailer they showed off that had, like, a brief, like, almost what looked like a hand-drawn anime uh, intro of, like, Link sailing somewhere and his ship getting struck by lightning, that's a callback to a brief anime-ish intro that they did for Link's Awakening. Like, that. apparently that was in the game. So it had a sort of bit of that old art style, but obviously it's it's a Game Boy game, so there's not going to be a whole lot that they could do to make it look, like, quote, good at the time. So, like, at the time it looked like a Zelda game, but they they didn't really stylize it like they are now to make it look new and different so now everything looks all like plasticky and like figurine style which is cool my only problem is link's face is like crazy blank like it's weird to me his eyes you are... mean it's just like two big old eyes and yeah stuff? it's just like two big black oval eyes like n- no you mean like
0: a like a
1: funko pop yes like a funko pop Oh my god! Maybe that's why it looks weird to me. Huh? Yeah, that's the. I, it's very.
0: It's like whereas, like, uh, remember when they announced uh, Gears of War Pop or whatever, and I was like, I'm not playing that, and I still won't. Like, I'm just like, Like, you, you know what you did. I legit thought that, and I, I don't like it. Uh, for this, I'm like, oh, it's a little bit more interesting. And it's, it's not all the way like that, because you see, like, yeah, the like, Goombas, and they look regular, and then you go, wait, the, fu- the fuck, those are Goombas, and you're like, this is Legend of Zelda, why are they Goombas, and then yeah, there's Chomp Chomp, or whatever the fuck is called. The
1: Chain Chomp was actually in Link's Awakening. Chain Chomp, yeah. It, so, like, I actually... Wait, like, what? Really? Yeah, that, there was a lot of that weird shit in Link's Awakening, for whatever oh, reason. Oh, so there were Goombas in Link's Awakening. That, I'm not sure. I don't remember that, but, like... It could have been. I know for sure the Chain Chomp was in there. Because I I, like, I I liked that that was the, one of the first things you see in the gameplay. It was like that. Because that was one of the things when, if you played it at the time, which... Like, I vaguely remember seeing it. But I, again, I, I never played through all of Link's Awakening myself. Like, I remember going like, wait, that's a Chain Chomp. Why is that there? And I just like, I literally forgot about it for... I don't know how many years until watching that trailer, and I was like, "Oh yeah, there was a fucking chain chomp in Link's Awakening. I forgot about that." So I like that that, uh, that little nostalgic throwback that they they start pretty much started the trailer off after the the anime intro. Um, but yeah, it's just, like that's the thing. It's like it's just the faces of people, like particularly Link, that I'm just like, Ugh, I don't know. Like it looks really cool and cute, except for that like. It's really just the eyes. Like, the eyes are expressionless, which is weird to say for a Nintendo game because nowadays they're known for being, like, full of character. It's weird. Yeah.
0: And I'm like, I mean, i it won't really matter for me for a long time anyway because I'm probably not going to buy that for... Oh, I'm playing it immediately. God knows how <laughs> long. Oh, I know you will. I just, you know I won't because I still just have, I have Smash Brothers. I haven't even unlocked all the characters. I haven't played it since, like, I don't know, early January or whenever it came out. And then uh, uh, I still have an open Let's Go Pikachu. And then I still have to buy Breath of the Wild and the actual... Like, the fucking launch titles and shit. And I'm like, yeah, I'll get Dude, I could lend you it. Breath
1: of the Wild. I actually have I'm that a cartridge. Play it. <laughs> I'm not going to play it. Ah, uh, fine. Dude,
0: I still... Like the minute I started playing my Switch, I was like, "Oh, this is really cool. I should probably finish my Vita." And <laughs> I just started using my That's Vita fair. again. And like it straight up, honestly. It straight up got me to start using my Vita only because the only reason is because I have all these games on the Vita and I know eventually that that well of games I have that built up over time is going to run out and then I won't have to handle. Uh, it's basically just it'll get to the point where it eventually just kind of gets retired. And then the Switch will be my only handheld. That's the reason. I just want to basically get everything I have on the Vita out of the way and that, then jump on the Switch. That's
1: fair. The the content on the Vita is limited now. So. Yeah. I mean, every now and again, I'll probably
0: switch back to Smash Brothers and just play to unlock more characters. Maybe hate myself as I go through that fucking story mode again. Because, um, I like I told you before, I, I didn't like that. But it's fast to unlock people. And then I think the only thing uh, I might get after that is just randomly which I know I've told my friends before that have switches and they just look at me like I'm just this, I'm the devil I'm like yeah if I see a used copy of Skyrim I'll probably just start playing that and they're like are you serious I'm like yeah because I don't want to give them money which is all well, I'll just get used to it at GameStop or something uh but I it's such a that's that's a game where I know I'm like I'm an inv- I would just get lost in really fast on the Switch because I'm like, it's fucking fucking Skyrim, dude. Like, come on. I know what you
1: mean because, like, (laughs) I never actually finished Skyrim myself. And I have... I've only
0: done it... I don't know. I lost count how many times because I did it on PS3 and PC. Like, I
1: bought the HD remaster when it came to PS4 and I still haven't even opened it. And at this point, I'm like, if I got it on Switch, I could play it anywhere. (laughs) But... Or I can. You still wouldn't play it. I could play it while watching Netflix.
0: (laughs) You still have to beat Fallout New Vegas. That's true. Yeah. You monster. Oh my god! If they brought New Vegas to Switch, I'd lose my god. Wait, you beat Oblivion, right? I did. That one I did, and Fallout 3. (laughs) Yeah. So you still. Yeah. This guy. So everyone needs to know. This guy still has to basically. He hasn't finished his PS3 backlog yet. Yeah. No. I. I.
1: I'm a little behind. (laughs) You son of a bitch but uh you thought
0: i was behind i mean i'm still very i probably my backlog is still 20 times bigger but yeah. it's like i i get the shit
1: done in order see the problem is i'm <laughs> one of those people that like i like to at least try everything when it comes out and then i like i you have all this
0: unfinished food and you're just like are you gonna finish something? You're like oh, I'll, get to it.
1: I'll get back to it i'll, I'll eat that burger at, at some point when it stops rotting <laughs> yeah <laughs> gross. terrible just absolutely no. terrible yeah
0: um, All right, so uh, so uh, Mario Maker. That was that Nintendo uh, stuff. Uh, are we, are yeah, we done. I think with the that first portion of Nintendo. Yeah. And then next up, uh, there, were, there did we there want were to do Pokemon or Reggie first? At
1: the um, Nintendo Direct, they they talked a lot about the upcoming oh, Fire okay. Emblem game, which oh right right right, eh, it's a Fire Emblem game. It it looks good. Uh, I'm I'm a fan of them, but the this newest one isn't really interesting to me because it's doing that like kind of japanese tropish thing of now you're teaching high school students that are at a battle school and like the three houses that it's it's called fire emblem three houses and the three houses are basically like harry potter houses that the students are sectioned off into and that's that's where you get your recruits you play a professor. Is there Quidditch? So I don't know. Is I'm, there Quidditch? What? Oh, is there Quidditch? Quidditch? I don't know. They could probably do it. They have, they have Pegasus Knights. They could fly. All right, then if, I mean, that's the only.
0: If they did, that'd be good. Yeah. If
1: not. But fuck them. I don't know. So like, it'll probably be good. It's a Fire Emblem game. They're usually at least good RPGs. I'm just not interested in the story that they've set up for this one yet. It sounds weird. Uh, and then the, the one other thing that interested me out of the Nintendo Direct was a new Platinum game that they announced called Astral Chain, which seems like the most anime game that I can ever conceive of. <laughs> it's like, I don't know, it's hard to describe. You seem to be some sort of weird future cop and the weapon you fight crime with is a robot connected to you by a weird hologram chain it's it's super weird i don't know it's like you'd have to see a trailer to understand what i mean by like it's incredibly yeah anime uh no i saw it it looked um
0: yeah i have nothing to say that's it like literally pretty much uh, it's what you're saying right now yeah like
1: (laughs) literally the only reason why i am actually interested in it is because it's being made by platinum and i have for the most part, enjoyed every platinum game that I have played. Like I, I really liked vanquished. I thought that was awesome. Uh, Bayonetta is like fucking amazing. Um, Oh God, they've, they made a few other things that I, that aren't really popping in mind right now, but like I generally, they make re- at least really fun action brawler games. So eh, yeah. that, that was the, the yeah. main thing I was interested in was I was like, Oh, a plat- another platinum game. I wonder if they're done with Bayonetta 3 which they're also working on.
0: Yeah, that for me like I'm just I've never really been into their their genre of style of gameplay so it's never really grabbed me. It's just been one of the it's made life a little bit easier cuz that's like basically one whole set of games I don't have to throw onto my queue.
1: That's fair. But, but yeah, so that that was those were the four things out of the Nintendo Direct that were like really interesting other than the minor indie updates and stuff like that. Gotcha.
0: Okay. Well, next up, uh, we had another Nintendo Direct. That one, this one, only eight minutes long, about in which they revealed to us Pokemon Sword and Shield. Yeah. Yeah. So that was uh It's a new region. It's basically Gen Eight. Uh, the regions called what's the, the region Galar called? region. Galar region. Uh, what did they say it was basically based it's off? Basically of? based it's basically based off the like, of UK. It's like. Is, I saw that there's, like, Scottish stuff, like, Scottish- A little bit. Stuff.
1: It's, it's like, like, a lot of areas in the Pokemon, or regions in the Pokemon world. It's, like, not necessarily exactly the same as their real-world counterpart. So, like, they'll take m- mixed-up areas and, like, kind of throw different things together. Like, uh, when they- I don't remember which- uh, Generation it was where they went to America essentially, and it was basically just the area around New York, and that was it. Like so, they, from what I've heard, it's supposed to be mostly modeled after the UK, but there might be like other European assets like thrown in. Gotcha. And what about the uh, the three starters? How did you feel about them? I really like the bunny. <laughs> You sick I find it interesting that, like, at first people were super worried that it was going to be another firefighting st- uh, type, but from what I've heard, it's actually fire electric, which is interesting. Yeah, they they have, like, uh, some of them have dual uh, dual types. That's one of the new mechanics I've heard of this game is there's going to be, like, an item you can use to actually change your Pokemon's secondary... Um, Type, like type, basically, or
0: whatever. And then, also, isn't there supposed to be like armor type or something? Like, they're gonna be like instead of uh mega, it'll be armor revolve or something.
1: Yeah, I saw a rumor about That's that. Like I'm, a not, rumor. I'm not entirely sure about that, but yeah, I like there wasn't a whole lot of stuff said in this trailer specifically. It was mostly just like showing off the uh the three starters and a little bit of the world and basically giving you an idea of what the game's gonna look like, which is pretty. <laughs> yeah. For at least for a Pokemon game. Like it doesn't look like it's a full, like, control the camera three sixty degrees, like, open world game. But there it's Yeah, more dimensions than you do
0: than you would in like the Game Boy DS games yeah. and stuff. So
1: it's like it's yeah. it looks a lot like the how they did um Pokemon Sun and Sun and Moon, where like you still didn't control the camera of that. But the camera wasn't... You could see a lot more. Yeah, the camera wasn't always overhead. Like, it it changed angles every once in a while to give you, like, a a better view of, like, a pretty vista or something like that.
0: So it was just the entirety of the Red Dead cinematic mode?
1: Pretty much. (laughs) Okay.
0: (laughs) But, yeah, for me, the starters, I, I mean, it's just, like, three the game sing it i was like oh cool it's open world and like i mean like the, the mm. new dimensions of it being on switch and everything seemed interesting and then i saw the starters and it reminded me why i stopped playing pokemon
1: because <clears> we <always throat> like god
0: <laughs> no not they just look worse and worse each time at least to me they do just to me specifically like uh like, I think I talked about it before. Like, right now, the only thing I've really touched is Pokemon Go since that came out. And then I, that even with that, I fall on and off. Especially since the... I, I, I've i gone on a lot less in smaller spirits, like, basically sets of time. Uh, when the newest generation came out, which was Gen 4. I think it was the Diamond and Pearl generation that was out there. And because I'm like, why am I catching these Pokemon I've never heard of and don't care about? and most of them that i do see don't even look interesting for the most part like it's if there is one that's cool then it's like oh shit this is pretty tight most of them though i'm just like this is not it's just not interesting whatsoever and what was it i guess when you're when i was when we were kids when they had like the movies the show the uh the games and everything else i dropped off the game first i want to say and it was uh after s- gold and silver I didn't get Ruby and Sapphire and Game Boy Advance even though I did get a Game Boy Advance and then I stopped the show when I think that was the last thing I stopped because the movie the last movie I saw was the Entei one which was the third one I think I think so and then I stopped the show when sometime they were they got new people like Ash I think Brock and Mr. were gone and they had two new kids I think it was no brock came back brock was still there and it was yeah brock this came kid. back after a while brock came back a lot and there was a kid with glasses and his sister and she had like a bandana yeah. on her head i think i think her name was um, i don't
1: remember what her brother's
0: name that's was. that sounds right that sounds about right i think i made it halfway through that trick. maybe i didn't if they if they put magma and s- aqua That was the team names, right? Team Aqua and Team Magma or something? Those those were the
1: ones for uh, Ruby and Sapphire. If they were in
0: the show, I dropped off before they showed up in the show. So that's, I guess, where I can gauge where I stopped. And that was pretty much where I just dropped off completely... And then there was that small, like, six-month period where Yu-Gi-Oh! was cool, and then you were like, fuck, I wasted all my allowance on Yu-Gi-Oh! cards, I don't even care about this anymore. Sure. <laughs> uh, so it was like, it, it just, that's pretty much what happened, and then I just didn't care about Pokemon. I know some of my friends still did, and I just had zero interest, especially, like, because that was, what, the only RPG I played as a child until Oblivion, and that resurfaced RPGs for me, and then I looked at Pokemon is again. a very was like, different was, style of RPG. Yeah, I don't think you've ever liked Pokemon. Of and I was like, eh. I don't think you've ever liked turn-based? turn-based games. I have not. Yeah, so that's why I kind of other, other than like, Civilization.
1: Gonna...
0: <laughs> oh, that's, that, dude, that's that's a, a different, different thing. we talk about that. I haven't played that in a while. I need. I don't need to. That's literally the closest I've ever come to an addictive drug. Is Civilization? <laughs> we won't talk about that. <laughs> uh, so, for the new one, it's like this and go and let's go all come hand in hand. Uh, Let's Go seems interesting to me because it's basically, it's the only version now where it's basically the newest version of Red and Blue now, right? Yeah. It's just a dumbed down version.
1: From what I understand, the story of it is basically a retelling of the first one.
0: And they're probably not going to remake Red and Blue. It's like, this is what it is now, right? I kind of, I kind of hope
1: that they do what, uh, Tim Geddes from, uh, Kind of Funny keeps saying is like, I want them to do, uh, a sequel to Red and Blue. Do red and blue too? That'd be fucking. sick. Oh,
0: I would. Okay, that I would buy in a heart. That I would buy and play day one. If they did that, I would do that so fast. If it was like that, um, but like let's go Pikachu. I straight up almost got because they're like, yeah, it's got Pokemon Go interactivity, and I'm like, I I just also I honestly wasn't gonna buy it, but because my coworker bought that twice, I think he was trying to get the Pokeball one. And, but he wanted, I forget how it worked. Basically, he ended up with two copies. And he was like, hey, do you want this one? And I'm like, I mean, I'm probably going to get it down the line, so I might as well I'll just get it from you. And then I thought about it later, and I'm like, I probably wouldn't have gotten it for a very long time. And I'm like, but, I mean, it's more useful because I play Go. And then it dawned on me that I said I basically bought a console game for a mobile game. Yeah. And mm-hmm. how stupid that sounded to me. Um... And it, I'm this that the same idea still stands of how dumb it is, but that's still why I did it. Uh, the reason hasn't changed, but um, like with with Go, like I played a crap ton, then I would drop off. Usually play crap ton then drop off for like a month or two or something, and then now like uh, in it they have all the shinies and shit, and it, it actually gets interesting because you want to go after them but then it's like shinies of something i don't even know what the fuck it is i'm like it's clam something but it's not it's not like shelter or cloister it's like clamden or i don't know what the fuck its name was but it was just a clam thing and i'm like i missed that whole weekend which i was okay with but i was like i don't know what these things are anymore um i don't originally i was like i'll get the entirety of the 150 and then i'll stop playing It took me forever, but I finally did. I got all the region ones. I got Mewtwo and Mew. And then uh, I was like, I might as well do it with Gen 2. Gen 2, now I have all of them except for Smeargle, which now they have a thing, how they can get that now. It's like photo shit, which is really annoying. Uh, And then I'm getting close to the same thing with Gen 3. And then that just leaves, like, Gen 4. Uh, And I'm just, I don't know. Uh, I don't know if I want to keep playing because it's the last mobile game I have until... uh, elder scrolls blades comes out I forgot about which that. that's a completely different game yeah so i don't know what my future is with pokemon where i'm gonna like if i'll jump onto the new ones if i might want to re- like play replay the old ones or something i still have i still have the game boy advance sp you let me borrow with pokemon emerald
1: oh wow! For game boy advance <laughs>
0: And I still haven't touched that, and I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot. I like just ref I found it again the chunk of games I have, and I'm like, oh, that's. I forgot I borrowed this. I, I you borrowed, borrowed this that too. indefinitely.
1: <laughs> but, yeah, Pokemon. All right, let's move on. Yeah. Uh, talk about Reggie. Yeah. Uh, so is that the last bit? Oh, no, there's a little. I guess. Oh, we'll go back to Pokemon. Oh, yeah, that's for uh, news or movie news. So last yeah. bit of gaming news for Nintendo that I can think of for this week anyway was uh, Reggie fils the president of Nintendo America, is actually retiring after God, more than a decade of uh, working at Nintendo. So it's the end of an era. I, I guess his body was ready for retirement. <laughs> that's gonna be a- that's, a, that's an interesting way of putting it. Uh, do you remember where that's from? I don't think I do. Yeah, to remind me. He uh, when they were showing off uh, Nintendo uh, Wii Fit, it, like they were showing it off on stage of like you can exercise using this the Wii using the Wii Fit board, and they were like, "Are you ready to try it out, Reggie?" He's like, "My body is ready," <laughs> and everyone, like it, it instantly became a meme of like people. Just, like, reposting Reggie's face and saying, like, my body is ready. Wait, is that where my body is ready came from? That's where my body is ready came from. from Are you fucking kidding me? I'm not kidding. Oh my god,
0: I did not know that. Holy shit.
1: you should look it up. It's a funny, like, it's it's a short clip, but, like, it's so, like, why would you say I'm ready that way? Because the way everyone says it,
0: it sounds like something completely different and what it's meaning towards <laughs>
1: yeah that's a good point yeah the other thing that he said at some point was like i'm as happy as a purple pikmin or something like that that's disgusting it, i can't believe he it would was say fucking such weird a thing. like he's a funny dude and it, like I, it's somewhat sad to see him go because he's been such a a main like face for nintendo for so many years and longer than that of, like,
0: uh, the current ones of Sony and Microsoft. That, and too. Yeah. I... At least uh, American, like, in the American front of, like, everything, because, like, everyone has their own, like, European yeah. heads, American heads, Japanese heads, and then overall heads in, like, of the company in general. So, like, for America, it's, um... Reggie for Nintendo, Sean Layden for,
1: uh... Sony, right? Is it Sean Layden? I think you might be right on that. And then yeah. for Microsoft, it's uh, Phil Spencer. Dude, that's my boss. Shh. Yeah. It's okay, man. That guy's cool. Yeah. I like him. <laughs> yeah, he's actually
0: he's really tight. I like him a lot. Yeah. Um, so. Wish I could meet him. <laughs>
1: yeah. But yeah. So Reggie um, is uh, set to retire on April fifteenth. So still there for a little bit, but he and he, he doesn't say that he's going off to like go to another company or anything. I don't know why you would. <laughs> but i think he's his son yeah he's he, he's got enough money i'm sure yeah he's he basically just said like it's it's time for me to retire i'm going to spend more time with my family and my kids and
0: yeah he should yeah. be returning to the bottom of the ocean from once he came yeah so um, so
1: good for reggie yeah. and then a, a little bit of extra funny side news the guy that's going to be replacing him as the head of nintendo of america is named doug doug bowser bowser <laughs> yes <laughs> which is like the most perfect thing. People have been making fun of that since they announced that. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Bowser is the head of Nintendo now. What's happening? <laughs> it's super
0: funny. And I feel like uh, before that, he when people found out about him, there was, like, a whole thing of it before. Where, like, Nintendo has a guy named Bowser working there. Yeah. And, and then now it's like, oh, now that dude's president. Okay. Yeah, and
1: that, <laughs> that's the other thing. is like, he's been in line to take over for Reggie for a while, like, when he decides to retire. So it's like it's not like this is just some random guy that they're just hiring from somewhere else to replace Reggie. He's like he's been there. So that's why the name is like somewhat familiar. I just like had forgotten about it until this, this came up and I was like, "Oh yeah, that guy." That's hilarious. Uh yeah. I guess right. one last Nintendo news that I forgot was that there's rumors that Xbox uh oh, Game yeah. Pass not just Xbox Live, like we talked about last time, but Microsoft's Game Pass might be coming to Switch. Like some games, that, like they might be able to get to run natively on the Switch. Like like Super Lucky's Tale, like games that the Switch could handle, you might be able to actually play and buy. And certainly
0: older games as well. Yeah, like on the Switch, like Xbox Classics, and yeah. like 360 and whatnot, which
1: would be awesome in and of itself. But the other part of the rumor is that through the streaming technology that, that Microsoft is trying to really get off the ground, you might be able to, assuming you have a good enough connection, play your Game Pass list of games through the cloud on your Switch, which yes, if that's true, I would be so... like I would literally... That would get me to get a Game Pass subscription, besides the fact that it's already like a pretty good deal. It's just, like, the idea that I could have my games and play them on my Xbox and it, you know, runs perfectly on on the Xbox. But when I got to go home for the weekend or whatever, I don't have to bring my whole Xbox with me. I could just bring my Switch and, you know, play over Wi-Fi, hopefully, and, you know, keep getting a little progress in my games and come back. That sounds super cool if that's how that's going to work.
0: Yeah. And it just, the crossover between them would be, it's, it would just be groundbreaking. Because that's never happened before. Like, the closest thing you have is, like, Sega leaving the hardware space and then putting their shit everywhere. And all of a sudden you have uh, Sonic on, like, Nintendo. Whereas previously he was only on the Genesis and whatnot. So this is, like, the first time, I guess, really since then that something like that's happened. Yeah, I think this would be insane. At a different, uh, a different form, but still, like, at that level of, like, besides the crossplay now, which, like, uh... We've talked about before, uh for crossplay, like, another news bit that we could just throw in there. Uh, Rocket League is the second game to go completely cross because it was... Uh, Sony has now taken it besides Fortnite. So now, for at least now PlayStation included with crossplay with, like, Nintendo, Microsoft, yeah. PC, everything. You have yep. Fortnite and now Rocket League. So that's two games in. Completely in, at least in form of betas. But we'll see what keeps coming out um i would love to play nintendo games on the xbox but more so i would love to play some xbox games on the nintendo just because some things are well, actually either one because then i could play like let's say i'm on my break and i could play some fucking mario on my xbox or i'm on the go i could play some halo on my switch dude like, I, these things would be freaking awesome
1: i would actually maybe get into sea of thieves and um Oh, on a, as a Switch title? Yeah, as a Switch title. And, um, oh god, what's the other one that I didn't get into? State of the That's K?
0: That's the one. Yeah. Don't ask how I know that. Wow,
1: well, you know, well, how like, I don't know every single that was one of the. That was, like, one of the major exclusives that they tried to, like, you know... Last year, yeah. Last year? year was
0: Sea of Thieves, State of the K 2, and uh, the last one was Forza Horizon 4. There's, like, the big three. And then this year, it's uh, the first one out, Crackdown 3, and then upcoming is... Uh, well, we'll have Years of War 5 later this year for sure. Yeah. I, not that I know for sure. I, don't, I straight up don't, but it's just assumed. Yeah. It's usually like, well, it looked pretty... it's like one comes one year and then you'll have a Halo the next year and whatnot. Yeah. Like it's just the pattern that's always it, been like that.
1: It looked pretty far in development when they showed it off last year at E3. Like it looked good when they showed it off. Granted, I don't know how much of that was gameplay, but like at least it looks like they got a story down. Yeah. Didn't the trailer say 2019? I could have sworn it did. I wouldn't be surprised. Like, I don't remember yeah, I, 100%, but it, it would make sense that it would... If it's not a, like, end-of-the-year holiday game, it's probably an early next-year game. But yeah. I would I
0: would bet I, I'm, they're, they're... It's always in fall, though, yeah. so I feel like it's going to be this fall, mostly. I, would, Cause that's, I, I don't know what other game they'd have for the fall. Like, usually you need one game yeah, for the fall.
1: Yeah, I'd say it's a pretty fair bet, or safe bet, that uh, Gears is there end of the year uh game okay unless i'm just like totally forgetting something else i don't know i I feel like i i I should
0: know if there is but i don't i don't remember i'll be honest i really don't (laughs) um yeah so that was uh all the nintendo stuff xbox nintendo crossover uh cross-platform play the only other gaming news that we have uh, is Apex. Oh yeah, Dr- Apex hmm? hit
1: fifty million before we. Uh... Yes,
0: Apex hit fifty million. I still have to go back and play. More. That's an ah, oh, god damn it, fucking like it's too many,
1: too many games, James. Too many fucking games. All right. Also, to, uh, I don't know if we, real quick, I guess just as a PSA to anyone playing Anthem on PS4. Apparently, there have been reports recently that it's like hard crashing ps4 is particularly bad and like some people are saying it's actually breaking their console so be careful playing anthem on ps4 i guess yeah i won't have to worry about that i got it on xbox
0: but i hope it doesn't happen for division 2 because i'm getting that one on ps4 so we'll see what happens yeah um ah fuck i forgot to play the beta damn it I just remembered that. Like, literally just now, just remember that. I didn't have time, though. I, there was zero time to play. Um, Alright, uh, another piece of news uh, for Dreams, actually, for PS4. Uh, it was announced that it will come into a version of Early Access, kind of like the Steam Early Access games, uh, in spring of 2019. So, honestly, it probably sounds like a couple months, maybe. I'm assuming spring, which would mean basically the season of spring, is March through May. So... Just because it's already March, I'm going to guess it's late April to mid May. It just seems most likely. Uh, well, it will pretty much cost thirty bucks, which I'm assuming the price will go up once early access is over, and it's got like a formal release. But that's
1: usually how it goes. For most of uh, for a game experience. of that
0: scale it seems like it, it'd be something very long long term a long-running game
1: just because oh, of the sure. creation aspect of it I mean look at the so, little big planet like servers they they tried to keep those levels going from game to game for like years
0: yeah so like'll we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens with this I'm really excited about it just for the sound aspect like the sound design aspect uh, so honestly like I would love to create levels in it just for sound design. Just to honestly, even use this portfolio pieces if that's like feasible. If it if it seems like it's good enough for that kind of thing, yeah. Kind of like some people would do level design with like game mods and like, uh, Halo sandbox and everything yeah. else. Like that's one. Of this the... seems like a great avenue for that kind of thing. If if you really want to, if you're like oh, just like a side project, if you're just have a little bit of free time, which I don't, so I don't know when I well, when, when I would do this. That's
1: but you know that's one of the cool things that I I like hearing about dreams is that you don't have to create like a whole game or a whole level yourself. Like if you want to specialize in specific things, you can do that. Like if you just wanted to make like sound effects and put them in the game, like other people could then search through like the catalog of things that people have made and like find your sound effects and use your, your sound effects in their levels and you would get credit and experience for having made those sound effects that they're using. And like, if you just want to play and and curate like collections of of, like levels and games, you can get experience for that too. Like it's, it looks like it's not, they're trying as hard as they can to make it not just for create, like specifically creative people. It's like whatever you want to be creative with, you can focus on that, which sounds super cool. Yeah, and
0: also sorry, there was one last piece of news. All right, last piece of gaming of news. Uh, this one's just kind of interesting, just because uh, I just I just found this last minute. But uh, Chris Avalon, he tweeted out uh, that he just finished working on Star Wars Jedi: The Fallen Order. Oh, and he was a writer on CoTir 2 Ooh. and Fallout New Vegas. Ooh, both which, both games with good stories. <laughs> Basically, he was. Uh, it sounds like he's former Obsidian, uh, and that's pretty awesome. Just because Fallout: in Vegas is my favorite Fallout game, and it has the best story, uh, in my from my perspective. And Kotor Two is like, it. It was so big. I don't think they
1: finished it right. Uh, that I'm not sure of. All I like. All I've ever heard from, of like about Kotor Two is that it's one of the best RPGs ever made.
0: I think the only complaint about it was it was unfinished, but otherwise like going through it it was like really, really good. But it's just it's just really cool knowing that there's a rider like that on for this game and that this it sounds like basically it'll be very story heavy, which is nice to know after you know, EA shutting down the other games that had story pretty much and not just like multiplayer. Yep. So that's really interesting. Alright, so that's it for gaming, finally. Yeah. Over an hour in. Uh next up is what we've watched. James, you want to start that off. I think my list is kind of big, but we'll see. Yeah.
1: So, I got th- I got through a couple seasons of shows. Uh so I finally started watching Legion, but that show like I really like it, but it is really easy to miss shit if you're not paying attention.
0: Oh, dude, that's you can't you can't multitask in that show. So, that show is very much you the only shows I would say you have to pay attention is, like, that are very talking and very visual-heavy are Legion, Game of Thrones. Um, yeah, that's the only thing I think about it right now, because all the other game, the shows I watch are very not that important. Yeah.
1: But yeah. So, I'm only a couple episodes into Legion, because, like, when I want to watch that, I have to just, like, set aside time to just watch that. Because, like I said, you, you're going to miss some shit if you aren't totally focused on the screen. Uh, so that I'm enjoying because it finally got to Hulu. Also finally got to Hulu was the last season of Archer. Uh, Archer Danger Island. Oh, is it over? Yeah. So we'll... Oh, no, sorry. The last is in the the most recent season. There's a new season coming oh, out. Okay. Like,
0: I was like, dang, no, I better get
1: back to it. No, they're, they're starting it up uh, this... This year, it's, it's just all Hulu said was coming back in 2019. So whatever. But what they've been doing is um, after the the Figus Agency season, like they kind of ended it with Archer like maybe dying, but also maybe not. And now like each season has been like a weird dream world thing of like sort of like american horror story where it's all the same characters but in different roles and it's basically an excuse to do archer in different settings it's it's been fun so far but like i wish that they would just get back to the original show i guess
0: how many uh how many uh seasons were like this so far would you say
1: (sighs) i think probably like i think two so far Okay. And I don't remember what the last season was was themed about. But this one was like post-World War... Well, yeah. It was supposed to be like noir, right? So, sort of. But it, it was like set in Hawaii, I think. Or the, the Polynesian Islands. Uh, during World War II. Because there were references oh. to... Germany and Hitler and the Nazis. But, like, Archer played a former World War One fighter pilot ace, sort of. And... But, like, post-World War One he's been, like, uh, earning money as a pilot in the Polynesian Islands, I guess. But he also still somehow works for his mother, who owns a hotel, and... This kind of just sounds like Casablanca. Yeah, it's, it's a, it, that's definitely the feeling that they were going for was Ca- a Casablanca, although... So,
0: oh, that's why it looked like noir. Okay, yeah. I, I remember seeing like a small clip or a trailer or oh, something, but, and I was actually, like... that might have been noir the last
1: season. That was more noir style. Uh, okay. God, I can't remember. It's, but I, I, I got It's you, been, been weird. I got so, you, like,
0: it's something I want to catch up with myself, yeah. eventually.
1: So, I, I enjoyed Archer Danger Island uh, a lot. It's just my only complaint is that they kind of wrap up the story arc for this season, like, really abruptly. And then they tease what's going to happen for the next season, which I'm actually really interested in. But I don't I don't want to okay. spoil that if you're going to get into that again.
0: Yeah, it's, um, it, it's annoying just because, like, I'm trying to keep up with all the current shows just, like, from using Xfinity and stuff. Yeah. But, like, there's a shit ton of Netflix I still have to watch, but... I do want to use, like, that 30-day Hulu trial to basically go through um, Archer, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, just to catch up on what I've, like, missed so far. Oh, yeah. And then also watch, like, uh, did season two of Handmaid's Tale come out yet? I almost want to wait till the second season of Handmaid's Tale so I can just, like, knock it all at once. Because I heard that show's really good. Yeah, everyone can And then maybe watch, it. like, uh, watch Runaways. And, because I, I guess I should... And just see if it's good or not, I guess. Yeah. Um, but basically, I'll make a. Oh, and is it? Isn't it? Um, Atlanta on there
1: too. Ooh, yeah, that's another thing. God, I yeah. I left so a lot
0: basically, the there's a whole list. that I would just be not using any other streaming service, and just I mean I have them already, but just basically for those 30 days, knock all of that out as much yeah. as possible. Yeah. I, and then pretty soon, I do want to get the DC Universe stream, like start paying for that. Because Titans is done, so I can watch the entirety of that. Uh, Young Justice is on right now, and Tomb Patrol. So, like, yeah, start going through those. And it's just, like, kind of planning out when I want to start each of these. And, like, continue Netflix and all that. It's actually becoming, oh, I have to actually strategize about this now and plan it. Yeah. <laughs> just due to time. Yeah.
1: Uh, speaking of Atlanta, I watched a few episodes of the uh, that I... Haven't watched yet because, like, again, it's one of those things that, like, I guess at some point the new season got to Hulu and they just never told me. So I'm a few, I'm a few episodes into that too. Really liking that. That show is just brilliant, honestly. Like I love uh, Donald Glover. Like he's fucking just brilliant in everything he does. He's just he's just,
0: he's just good. Actually, is Community on there? I never watched that show. The
1: uh, yeah. Is that I, w- I want to say yeah, but like, I haven't. Okay, I haven't I'd probably knocked that out too, I haven't checked in a while if, it, but if that it there. was where I used to watch it when it was first on. So I, I would imagine it's still there. Because that's worth a watch, right? Yeah, for sure. At least like yeah, the first few thought. seasons, for sure. Um, it kind of peters off at the end, but it's still generally funny. Okay. Um, cool, cool, cool. Anything else? I watched the second season of The Dragon Prince, which is that Netflix cartoon. Be uh, written, I believe, by the from the Avatar people. Yeah, and oh my god, that show is just so good. Like it's it's, I can't recommend it any higher because like it's all it's almost on par with Avatar in my opinion. Which okay, shit. high praise. praise. <laughs> I'll probably watch it eventually. I was gonna say soon. I'm like
0: that's a lot, like it, it,
1: <laughs> but I'll <laughs> I'll watch it. Like you can definitely day. see it has a lot of similarities to Avatar. It, like instead of it being you know, the four elements, earth, wind, water, fire, it's, there's like six types of magic, pr- like primal magic that, uh, okay. that the different races can use. Like there's, uh, moon shadow elves that draw ma- power from the moon. There's like sunfire elves that draw po- power from fire and the sun. Um, oh God, there's someone uses storm or sky magic, which is essentially like summoning lightning and storms, uh, I don't remember, like, all of them. They're kind of weird. That's okay. Uh, humans are the only ones that can't do magic, so we invented dark magic, which is essentially... I was going to be like, we invented guns. Yeah. That would have actually been really interesting. <laughs> uh, that would have been, like, straight out of fi- uh, Final Fantasy VI, where, like, instead of going with magic, we in- went with technology. So, but anyway, um, so dark magic is basically, like... All right, cool. Yeah. Start with the technical difficulties uh, yeah. but we
0: are back um yeah so what else, did you watch
1: anything else besides dragon prince and the other stuff uh the one last thing uh two two more things i decided to get into um the umbrella academy which is also another new netflix show based oh, yeah, on I, s- I think comic a comic book show yeah dc comic i think no, it's uh, independent, I believe.
0: How oh, was it? Yeah, I'm not sure which which uh, it might be Image or something. I'm not too sure, honestly.
1: I think the reason why I connected it to DC in my head is because when I looked up the comic itself, it's it's like a modern day comic, but it's drawn to look like old school Batman.
0: That sounds pretty tight.
1: Yeah, it's it's weird. Uh, it's a very weird show, cause the it's like. They start off and it's, like, one day 48 or some odd women around the world just, like, spontaneously give birth. And, all, like, this, the main thing is, like, some rich traveler guy just went around trying to, like, collect as many of these children as possible. And he got, like, eight of them. And those are the characters from the Umbrella Academy. It's, it's very much... Kind of like X-Men, where, like, some rich dude tried to collect mutants and make <laughs> and make a crime-fighting school. And, but, like, I guess he was hoping that he would, like, buy as many kids as he could and then, like, have them be the first class and have other people with powers want to come in and be trained by him. But that just never happened. So, it's interesting, because, like, all the main characters have different powers just like not all of them are super useful like one is super strong another one can like curve things he throws Uh, another one can like speak to the dead and the the weird thing is like the one that's like dead the whole season and they never explain how he died in the past it's just at some point he died during their crime fighting he apparently was nicknamed the horror (laughs) <laughs> when when he was alive, because his thing was literally just, like, summoning Cthulhu tentacles out of his belly and, like, just ripping people to shreds. It's gross and weird. Like, Nice. It, there are a lot of weird things about this show that I like. It, like, it involves time travel and, like, trying to s- prevent the end of the world and, like... Oh, no, not fucking time travel again. Yeah, that's the thing that's the only reason why I'm not sure you would like it, because I know you're not a fan of time travel and stuff, but the way they did it was interesting and different and weird. Uh I don't know. It's like I really like it. It's a very stylish show. And and like I like where they're going, I guess, for what the second season might be. But it's bizarre so like that's that's my only caveat to like anyone who's looking to get into it it's good but it's got some weird shit in it that they just do not explain like there's a talking chimpanzee with like a cane and a monocle and stuff in their house
0: yeah i heard about that that sounds like uh, that does sound like a dc character
1: though yeah and like their their mom is a android and I'm, and there don't seem to be like robots and shit walking around on the streets it's just like somehow just specifically th- there yeah just like somehow the rich philanthropist dude was able to super science himself a, a like an android mother to take care of the kids and somehow was able to give sentience to a chimpanzee don't don't un, don't ask for an explanation for either of those <laughs> Also, I kept expecting uh, the other 30-some-odd kids that he didn't collect to become relevant at some point. Nope. Like, that was another thing that I wish that they had... Like, I wish one of the other kids had showed up as, like, a villain or something. But the only ones that matter, at least for the first season, are... Are those eight. Those eight. So that was a weird missed opportunity. But I, I kind of see since they were... stuff
0: for that, they could always just implement throughout just to make the seasons go through with other characters?
1: Pretty much. E- either okay. that or just, like, they're focusing on the time travel story arc first and then they're going to go on to other shit. But Okay. So overall, I, I really enjoyed uh, the Umbrella Academy. And the last... Random thing that I watched that I just I saw it on Netflix and I was like, I'll give this a try. I'll probably watch like 10 minutes of it. And I ended up watching the whole documentary. It's called behind the curve, I I believe. And it is about flat earthers. And I was too much time on your hands. This was like literally, I was, (laughs) I was, it was like the end of the day. And I was like, I'm done studying for now. I'm just going to like put something on while I get ready for bed or whatever. And I ended up just watching the whole thing because I was like, every five minutes, pretty much, I was just like, how, how do these people like honestly believe what they are trying to believe? It's, and it's like part of the documentary is it's not so much trying to glorify the flat earth thing. Like it's not trying to make you believe in flat earth. It's not like it gives you their arguments, but it's in a frame of reference of like these people are, uh, what's the word? Like they just need, they need help. Yeah. They're, they've been misled <laughs> and it's like, they there's even, they go to like straight up, like geophysicists and stuff, and ask them like, "Hey, what do you think about flat earthers?" And they all just like kind of facepalm. <laughs> and well, I mean, they're not a they're not a respected
0: group in society because there's like I, nothing to respect about them.
1: And that's the thing I really liked it. there was there was a scene where during like the world's first flat Earth convention or whatever that was like this huge thing I guess for them, uh, like three blocks away was like a Physicist, like a like a science meetup in like a bar somewhere, where it's just like uh, excuse to meet local professors and talk to them about science and stuff. And some guy, like a physicist, came up and actually said, "I'm gonna address flat earthers right now, and I I want people to understand we should not make fun of these people. Like they're wrong, and they don't know what they're talking about. But these people are like." naturally inquisitive people and that's why they question whether or not the earth is round or not so these people are could be scientists they just have been mistaught or misled so it was was interesting seeing that perspective of like no don't write them all off as like just fucking morons like they actually think about this shit they just have been taught wrong so I thought Dude, that was. I mean, imp- I don't know that the who the fuck taught them though, because yeah. like it, the proof is right there in the pudding, man. Like and you just look,
0: like you just fucking look around.
1: And that's the <laughs> other thing is hard. like, at some point they met, like uh, one of the people that they talked to, uh, one of the professors mentions that there's on both sides of the spectrum. If you are super knowledgeable in a subject, there's something called the imposter syndrome, where you are so knowledgeable about something that you start to believe there's no way I can know as much as I know about this one subject, I must be, like, wrong about it. I must not really know this or whatever. But on the other side of the spectrum, you could be so ignorant, I forget what they called it, but you could be so ignorant of a subject that you start to delude yourself into thinking you know everything about that subject or or whatever. It's, it's an interesting phenomenon. And that's part of how they try to explain flat, flat earthers is, like, they don't know so they try to rationalize to themselves that they think they really know how it should be, or whatever. And like there was this. So they're crazy. And that was the <laughs> other, that was the other thing is like, why would you even want to believe that the earth is flat? Like that makes no sense. Like why would you? It, like why? Can't if, we just fix it? Can't we just focus on the environment and shit that really matters? Yeah, and that's that's <laughs> the other thing. It's just like it's so. It was so weird how adamant the flat earthers that they talked about were like, they literally would just ignore science. Like there, there was a, a group of people that were trying to find some way to prove that the earth is flat. And one of the experiments they thought up was use, oh God, I forget what it was called. It was like some sort of like laser gyroscope that would actually be able to detect whether or not the earth was rotating. And they figured, well, okay, if the Earth is supposed to rotate once every 24 hours, that means that on a gyroscope, in one hour, we should detect a tilt of 15 degrees. So they did that experiment, and what did they find? A tilt of 15 degrees. Impossible. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's like They literally were like, well... That's weird. We weren't expecting that. But we mu- we should definitely be able to find something to prove that the Earth is flat. And it's it's so funny.
0: Dude, just do the thing that the when the dinosaurs uh when the asteroid hit the earth, it flipped all the dinosaurs into space. <laughs> and yeah, catapulted
1: them. Dude, That's it's That's still just, my
0: favorite fucking meme. That that shit's so funny. <laughs> dude, the
1: the part in the documentary that made me actually go, like, oh fuck, this is a problem was like during the the, uh, flat earther convention, like a 13 year old kid came up to the mic to actually ask like a legitimate question. He was like, yeah, how high up do you think the dome above us is? And the guy's like, wow, how old are you kid? I'm 13. Like, did you come here with your parents? Like, yeah, they're over there. Like, wow, great job parents. And I'm just like, uh, no, fuck those parents. Why are they teaching their their kid? Wait, dome? What dome? Yeah, so that's the... Uh, part of the theory of Flat Earth is that, like, the sky above us is a giant dome. It's, it's fucking weird. It's like that's how there's oxygen is it's kept in a dome. I don't know what the dome is supposed to be made of, but... Yeah, like that was my face like the entire <laughs> the entire documentary. I was just like what? That doesn't make any like scientific sense in any field of science. <laughs> and there there were straight up people that were saying like scientism is wrong. Like they, there are people that believe that somehow pursuing knowledge through science is, like, oh god, what, what, uh, skewed nowadays? Like, there's a a scientific agenda to make people feel like they're fucking dumbasses or whatever, and... You mean learning how to become smart
0: and then talking to other people and then they feel dumb because they know that you're smarter than them?
1: Yeah, apparently now science has become a religion that scientists follow we're not actually trying to figure shit out we're just trying to make people feel like idiots apparently that's our agenda nowadays which i'm sorry if this sounds ironic but that's fucking stupid (laughs) i think i'm just (laughs) you saw my
0: face for it like the whole time you're telling me that i just kind of i'm dumbfounded by the dumbness yeah, if that makes any sense. I'm just kind of like, wait, okay. No, I definitely right understand. when you started
1: talking about the dome, everything just kind of was like, what? I love how the I just like glossed- t- are, Is this real? I love how I just like, glossed past that of like, oh yeah, by the way, they think there's a dome too. <laughs> uh, that's yeah, um, it's fucking yeah. Weird. No, it was people, like that was why it shouldn't watching. be written off
0: because I hope they don't grow because that would be that's like an entire like it's the new. uh... It's the renaissance of stupidity. It's like, fuck, dude. Like and I get it, it's like, oh yeah, they're super inquisitive. If they're inquisitive, then why are they so fucking
1: stupid? And that's the other thing <laughs> I like I don't understand the, what the fuck dude. Like yeah, and that's the thing. Is like, the guy points out that like, yeah, they're naturally inquisitive. That's why they are questioning things that most people take for granted. Which but is, they don't but, look but for the, if
0: they were so if they were so inquisitive why don't they look for the answers instead of just trying to say it's wrong. Yeah, that's kind of where they lost well, me. Well, why is it right? Like it's not they're not looking at both sides. They're just looking at the bottom side that never saw the sunlight and it's in a cave and they've devolved.
1: Yeah, that's that's where they lost me was I was like, "Okay, so yeah, they're questioning stuff. That is what a scientist does. But then a scientist does not look at their data and go Oh well, the data must be wrong cuz I'm pretty sure I'm right. Like that's that's bad science. Yeah. All right, is that is that all we watched? <laughs> yeah, that was it. Like that was like I oh, god, I I literally didn't expect to watch that whole thing. It was just like I got like the, the, I was so dumbfounded the entire time. I was just like I can't I I can't look away. This is insane. These no, people gu- are human. <laughs> I I I guess. You anyway, oh, my god. so yeah, that that's my list. Okay. Time for mine.
0: (laughs) Alright. Jesus. I don't think I'm gonna be that long (laughs) after the fucking that fucking shoot that's oh my god. Alright, um start off with the shows, Uh, A few more episodes of like or a couple more episodes like Black Lightning, Riverdale, uh Gotham, The Gifted, all pretty much nothing new from what I've said before except in Riverdale uh, it's just funny the way interact it's just the way things progress is still so ridiculous where it's like something out of left field will come and it's like oh this I don't know if I Do you care if I say things like do you nah, you care if I say like, something
1: I meant to get into Riverdale a while ago but at this point if you told me something I'd probably forget it until I finally did get to it
0: basically at one point like oh the the dad's, uh, Vanessa's father, his drug factory has basically been taken down or something. So then her mom who's the mayor is like, I'm gonna sell the drugs so we can get <laughs> at least some profit out of it. And then uh, Veronica, did I say Vanessa? I uh, meant Veronica. Uh, Veronica's like, yo, fuck this. So her and Reggie go and like burn all of it down and then the mom's like, yo, well I already got a buyer to pay for it. And what? then it turns out it's just, and then it's a Jughead's mom, and you're like, what the fuck it's is happening? Right? <laughs> and then she's like, oh, well, you guys all owe me now, so I'll be in here. I'll be in the town now to collect. And I'm just, like, watching this, and I'm like, all right, so the the adult mayor is selling a giant amount of drugs that the adult father-slash-husband of Veronica, I mean, Veronica's hus- dad and the mayor's husband uh, had all these drugs and then Jughead's mom is basically going to buy the drugs, but then Veronica's like, yo, fuck this, I don't want drugs being sold, so I'll destroy them all. And now she owes Jughead's mom favors, and, or money over time, I'm not really sure. And then, like, uh, I don't it's so fucking, it's, there's still the Dungeons and Dragons shit where everyone's dying and stuff, and, uh, there they're doing things where they're trying to... They're scaring the gay kids straight. Uh, <laughs> it's just so ridiculous. Yeah, using, like, Dungeons and & Dragons and, like, threatening Gargoyle people. You know, this is the natural stuff of Riverdale. is how it usually happens. Yeah, dude, this sure. show's fucking crazy. <laughs> this, this is the fucking Archie Comics TV show on CW. This is what it is. Uh, I'm not even joking. All these things happen. But it happens so much that it's not, like, I'm not shocked by that, the scale. I'm just kind of like, oh, so this is what's new this week. That's it. That's that's all that happens now. Um, Black Lightning's still good. Like, uh, I think there's, I think it's, all, like, the seasons are finishing up. I hope they're done soon just because I would like to get back to, like, basically catch up on other shows that are, I never got to finish, like, Gundam and uh, the second Gundam series, Zeta, and uh, watch Punisher Season 2 and stuff like that. But after those shows, oh, and Gotham's nearing, it's 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 drawing closer to the close, but it's like still introducing new stuff. Um, really, honestly, that one, it's a crazy show it is, it's really enjoyable. But then uh, I think the last thing for TV was uh, I got through my February quota for Game of Thrones, so I got through seasons three and four. I'm not even joking. Uh, I, I was like, oh, there's some parts I just don't want to relive again, just because I don't think I could deal with it. So I just kind of, I, I, I fast forwarded through the entire Red Wedding scene. Oh, really? Yeah, I was just like, I don't feel like watching Talissa being stabbed in the stomach again. And I don't feel like Rob being like basically yeah. fucking shot at with bolts. And because I've watched this yeah, show. This is probably, brutal. this is, I want to say the third or fourth run through I've had of the show. So I want I think it's the third. So I'm like, I've already watched Rob die twice, not to mention probably all, like, top 10 saddest Game of Thrones moments. And you see it, like, countless YouTube videos that I did see. And plus, I liked watching reaction videos, too. So I've seen it enough times where I'm like, I don't I don't need to see this again. And then I think I skipped, um, no, I just walked away when Oberyn got his fucking head <laughs>
1: He was fucking blown up by the mountain. Jesus, yeah. That was one of the <laughs> grossest, most brutal things that happened in that show. I was like, fuck, they got new cool
0: guy. new cool guy is already dead.
1: God damn it. Who was he fighting on behalf of? Tyrion
0: for the trial. Yeah, that was the other. Yeah, because
1: it sucks, too, because all these things happen. Like, um... you're, like, you're so close to Tyrion being safe, finally. And then, like, Oberyn starts to talk shit, and he gets his fucking face kicked. Talk shit, and... get hit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, I cracked up too, because, I mean, it's like, the whole thing with the
0: show and the books is like, um, I watched the sh- the first season of the show first when it first came out. Like, I, I was never behind. Like, the first season came out, I watched it. Uh, I think I binged it, because it already, like, the first season had finished, I, I think. I-, I can't recall anymore. But then I read the first book. And then I watched the second season. And then I read the second book. And then my friend threatened to spoil the books for me if i didn't read the books like finish the book like get through the other books so i at least finished the third book before i watched the fir- third season before it came out so that was the first time i knew it was gonna happen like i knew the red Wing was gonna happen and then i watched it and i was like oh fuck it's gonna happen i'm gonna fucking hate this and then they almost convinced me it's not gonna happen i'm like oh cool and then they, it actually does i'm like motherfucker and then uh like reading um I don't even remember when the trial was. It was either in Feast of Crows or Storm of Swords. It was either in the third or fourth book that Oberon gets killed. And I knew that was going to happen. I'm like, oh, God, he's so fucking cool, though. I hate that that's going to, like, all my friends don't even know. And this is, like, when we first, I think the fourth season is the first time we're all watching together, I want to say, I think. It's, either, it's the third or fourth season we all start watching together, like, at school in groups. Like, we have giant, like, viewings and stuff. But anyway, uh, I finished those, and I already started my March quota, which is seasons five and six, so I want to say I'm on the third or fourth episode of season five already, and I'm just kind of, for as fun it, as it was uh, to get through those seasons, like, I, j- I think it was season three and four specifically that I wanted to get through as fast as possible, along with five, uh, just because... Um I think I just want to get to John coming back and I want to get to the Battle of the Bastards. Uh and then Hard Home. So those are like the main things I want to just kinda of catch up to. But it, it's there's little things I notice now that I never noticed before, but for the most part it's still stuff I completely remember. Um and it's just as enjoyable. Uh, it almost makes me want to reread all the books again. But I have so many other books I want to read that I'm like, that's not going to... I feel like I would wait till six comes out and I read it, and the countdown to seven. And then i just read them all towards the countdown to the seventh book. Which, of course, is a very long way away since we still haven't gotten fucking Winds of Winter yet. Yeah. But that's all that for shows. And then I saw... I might have seen more movies, but I don't remember anymore. But I know for sure I saw two in the theaters, which were... Uh, I saw How to Train Your Dragon enter the hidden world really fucking good really good um yeah. if you like the first two it's just as good as the others it continues you through it has a very heartfelt ending um i think my friend i was with almost cried like, i was like oh dude <laughs> you loser <laughs> um but it, it was really it was really good um it's probably honestly like i disney movies are always cool now but it just it, it hits a note that you don't really get they haven't gotten in a long time it's so because it's consistent with its movies that each one doesn't feel like a direct-to-dvd sequel they just build off of each other completely and just continue the momentum that they have and that's what i honestly like about them uh there's still stupid jokes and stuff that are really good like it's clever like the humor is still clever um the action's still there the relationships with all the characters are there there's some weird stuff um, that I won't just talk about, but, like, you just, just go watch it. It's a good time. Uh, honestly, it's, it's for all ages, seriously. And so it's the other anime movie I watched. I totally just watched two kids' movies. Uh, <laughs> Lego Movie 2. Saw that. It was, I think some people said it's not as good, but, uh, it's different. Because, like, the whole first movie is kind of overarching, basically, the relationship between the, the kid and his dad. This one is the kid now and his younger sister, and the kid's older. So you have like all this stuff happening uh, in the Lego world, and it's really good. Like the just the because the whole thing is supposed to be imagination, even though some things aren't. Like it gets really fucking fourth dimensional uh, at certain points, and you're just like, what the fuck? But what it happens is so fucking funny. Like this show, this 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 uh, movie, it, it's so it, I was cracking up a lot of it they just do such a good job and the, it does stuff the lego ga- the Lego games couldn't get me to do i think it's just because there were so many of them and i started late that i just never got into them just because i wanted to play a lot pretty much almost all of them uh whereas the movies like there's only like three now and it's it just hits a lot of good notes especially if you grew up playing with legos and you have parents that always kind of dealt with your legos uh, I'm not gonna say about like you know when they step on fucking Legos and shit. But Dude, totally everyone knows Legos. the pain of stepping on Legos. <laughs> I know. <it was, laughs> they they address that. I will just say they address it, um, and it's it's just really good. It, it, I also recommend this movie too. I'm hoping uh, I'm hoping tomorrow I go see Elite: Battle Angel. Um, I've been wanting to see that too. Yeah, I mean, it looks I really gotta, good. I gotta go get to see that. All right, that's uh, that's all the movies and shows I've watched. Um, oh, I watched. uh, I almost forgot. My friend, uh, the when I see Brandon on Thursdays, uh, he had there were two Disney movies he hadn't seen. Like he owns pretty much almost all of them, or at least the newer ones. Like uh, after, I forget what year, but he has a good amount of them. And uh, my sister, because she's a big Disney person, like huge with Disney, she has every single Disney animated movie. Uh, not directed DVD, but, like, all the theatrical ones. Uh, except maybe Home on the Range, because no one wants that. Hmm. But um, he never saw Brother Bear or Treasure Planet and maybe Home on the Range. But I told him, don't bother with Home on the Range. Uh, so I brought him Brother Bear, and uh, we watched it. And I was just, like... I-, I remembered I wasn't interested in watching it again. And I'm like, I don't remember anything. Out... I just remember, like, the plot... But I don't remember why I don't like the plot. And then he looks at the back of the DVD and he's like, oh, dude, this movie's 88 minutes long. And I'm like, oh, it's fucking short. I mean, that was, it was like that for like early and 90s movies, but then we watch it and I'm just like, this is fucking bad. <laughs> I don't like this. And he's like, yeah, this isn't that good. And I, we get through it. And I'm like, you know, this is like the end of the night and this is the last thing I did. I feel really kind of tortured by this now that I've done this. And he's like, yeah. Yeah, it was. intuitive. just, it was not. I regret watching it. I was like, I wasted. For the time I value myself, like, that 88 minutes, I wish I got back. Damn. <laughs> yeah, oh. I didn't like it. Um, but it's funny because Phil Collins did the soundtrack. It's like basically the guy that did the did the uh, tarzan soundtrack really for the tarzan animated movie yeah so you still had you had certain things and i kept thinking i was in a tar we were watching a tarzan movie for a moment and then i was like oh no it was fucking brother bear uh it wasn't as good as this tarzan chant soundtrack but there was there was a couple good uh singles in there uh but yeah all right on to movie and tv news uh first up uh some dc stuff I can't remember if we talked about it before, but, like, Ben Affleck himself confirmed he will not be returning as Batman, at least for the Batman movie, uh, that Matt Reeves is doing, so that means either he's already done completely with Batman, or he'll be Batman in, like, the rumor was Suicide Squad 2, which we'll see, um, we'll we'll find out if he's still in it or not, otherwise, pretty much we're pretty much done with Batfleck, and we're gonna have to start looking to see... And speculate on who they are now going to cast as Batman yeah. for the Batman standalone movie and future DC movies that combine like the characters and whatnot. Since they're more going towards the solo, like you are talking about, uh, DC execs even said like, um, DC's right on track where it wants to be. Uh, they're just making sure that they do they're doing solo over shared universe, which doesn't. I think it's like I said, they're still all in the same universe. They're just more. Working on the character, the solo character themselves, instead of like the full team aspect of the build up. If anything, like I Uh, I think
1: they put a statement out saying that they're not. It's not that they're not planning to do like a collaborative Justice League movie ever again. It's just for now they're focusing on just individual stuff. Yeah, which I'm. It's it's
0: weird because there's two things about it. One, we're in a in a Marvel world, uh, in a post Avengers world where you already had that build up happen. And then you have that, you're in a post-Justice League world where we've already had DC attempt to kind of do a couple flicks and then throw Justice League in there like early before the characters that are in it have their own standalones. So now they're kind of taking that approach. It's better, it's basically better late than never, I guess. And I'm not against, like I was looking forward to the shared stuff at that point, but now I like this more just because they're taking their own time with it and we'll probably once it's each car- like, look at it this way. Uh everyone like I think people were okay with Wonder Woman in B V S and Justice League, but in her own standalone movie it was she was like everyone loved her. Like she became like it was the first female superhero movie of that like kind of stature.
1: And well, it did it, so well. Because Wonder Woman actually had like a decent structure yeah, for it,
0: a movie. And it was great. i like I love that movie. I got that movie on Blu ray pretty I Pretty fast, even though I got a screening copy of it and everything. I was like, Yo, cool, I'm buying this anyway. It's I love it. I'll support my new love. Yeah. And then Aquaman fucking blew it out of the water, no pun intended. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, so like that's the like he's already done really well and they've already confirmed now twenty twenty two will be the Aquaman sequel. Aquaman 2 will come out in 2022, just because we have... made them, like, a
1: billion dollars.
0: (laughs) Yeah, we have uh, Shazam and Joker this year, and I think uh, Wonder Woman 1984, either the end of this year or next year. And then, of course, uh, Birds of Prey next year as well. Uh, So we have movies basically all the way from 2019 to 2020. And then 2021, we have Batman and maybe something else. And then Aquaman would be 2022. Maybe, I think it's probably, like, Batman and Suicide Squad 2, I would assume, for 2021, most likely. Uh, so we kind of we have we have the roadmap for the next three years, if not four, starting up now, uh, which is really cool. So now we have like basically solo flicks for Wonder Woman coming up and building her up, building Aquaman up, then starting up and building up the new Batman, and then uh, Captain Marvel coming up. I mean Shazam. I'm still going to call him Captain Marvel just because he's still Captain Marvel, and then uh, hopefully the redemption of Suicide Squad with Suicide Squad Two, uh, Birds of Prey starting up. <clears throat> which furthers like stuff with harley and i can't remember if we talked about it already um did we talk about the jared leto joker movie
1: we might and have the harley quinn it. joker movie we might have mentioned it at being some canceled point.
0: oh it got canceled yeah so it sounds like they've been shelved indefinitely oh the like jared leto one going. i'm sorry yeah i, I thought
1: so, I, I thought you were talking about the other the origin movie that i was like i thought they were like way far into that <laughs> No, that's the Joaquin Phoenix. Right, right. So
0: they... So that's the that, that one? All right, so just making sure everyone gets it, though, like, uh, DC, it's still, like, an overall universe of movies, and then they're still having movies that are in their own worlds, basically. So the Joaquin Phoenix Joker movie is not in the DC Expanded Universe. It is in its own world. It, think of it as an Else worlds movie, which means, like, uh, alternate world. And then you have everything else coming up. Um... Whereas they're still, they were planning on making, like, we fucking, the never-ending talk of one day doing a DC special of, like, all the movies confirmed and everything. Basically, they said they were going to do, like, a solo Jared Leto Joker movie, and a kind of Mad Love-esque movie, which has, like, Harley and Joker in their relationship. It sounds like uh, what the rumors said uh, most likely are those movies have both been shelved, if not canceled, and they're focused more on, like, other shit, which honestly is a good idea just because joker has never really been a standalone character unless you did a killing jet killing joke-esque movie which the joaquin phoenix joker movie seems more akin to yeah so honestly i feel like joker Joker... is best used as a side character for batman
1: yeah I i feel like it'd be harder to do a joker standalone movie than it was to do a venom standalone movie and that was yeah that was something and you can't do two standalone joker
0: movies like that that's too difficult uh having that's joaquin it. phoenix and jared leto doing two separate ones that's a little too much there uh which is probably why they canceled the jared leto one uh if they did along with the harley quinn joker one because harley quinn probably will eventually get her own solo movie and then she's already going to be in of Prey and maybe suicide squad 2 as well so she's still fucking all over the place um and she's not even in birds of prey in the comics uh yeah yeah I mean, uh, and then there was another Shazam
1: uh trailer that looked pretty cool. My um, like I I'm interested in the movie. My only issue with this trailer was that it felt very similar to the first trailer and I I was would, it wasn't yeah, there wasn't too much different with it. Honestly, like I really at this want point, him, I but like I wanted to get into who the bad guy is. Cuz yeah, I don't Dr. know Savannah. who he is.
0: like uh Dr. Savannah, There's really three big or I guess technically four big uh, Captain Marvel villains, uh, Doctor Savannah, who's kind of like the dude who wants to find out more about all the stuff they're doing. Like he just wants to, he's researching their shit, and then eventually uh, he can, he gets powered by the seven deadly sins or the seven hin- sins of man, uh, which it looks like he's already another...
1: got powers in this movie.
0: Yeah, which is probably from the seven uh, sins, which is what the whole Rock of Eternity and like the seven wizards were for, like seven sins and seven wizards to fight those sins and stuff. Oh, so it's like cool. an equal like seven on seven, yeah. The whole thing is it's, the, that's gonna be the big number. which Shazam is is seven, which I think you see the rest of his family in the trailer too a little bit, um, or at least in the first trailer maybe. I I can't remember anymore now. But like they they besides Freddy, they'll probably I think it's the Jeff Johns version. So there's f- six kids altogether. Uh, which means there'd be six champions, and they'd all get the powers, and the seventh would probably be the tiger. If Dude, they how, have the
1: tiger in the movie. How awesome would that be if that they actually did that in the movie? Like, that's the conclusion of the movie. It's like, he can't fight Dr. Whoever by himself. And, like, somehow, somehow his whole family, like, comes around and, like, helps him. Well, the whole
0: thing, I think Billy, like, says there is family and together they all say it. So the power, basically, of the other five wizards basically goes into each of them. And they each have a power. Um, it was originally, like, in Flashpoint, when Flashpoint happened... Uh, the Captain Marvel in the Flashpoint world was all six kids together as one. So they all say Shazam and they become Captain Marvel together. And then after that, <clears throat> uh, they changed it back to, uh, just Captain Marvel. Uh, as Billy Batson becoming Captain Marvel. But he basically did the whole thing of, like, uh, each one gets their own suit and their own, like, grown-up version. Which was really cool. And, cause originally it was, uh billy freddy and mary and there's like mary marvel there's freddy who's captain marvel jr or freddy marvel and then billy being captain marvel and then at one point i think in the old old comics is his uncle too and then like the tiger and whatnot so like having three new kids having uh, with the powers too was really cool like and they, they go basically they added like different ethnicities so you have like a little asian boy a mexican boy uh, a little black girl And each of them have, like, their own suit colors and everything, and it's really, really cool. Uh, At least in Jeff Johns' run. And he has a new, like, I guess with the movie coming out, he started his own uh, Shazam comic again. And the last time there was a standalone one was way before Flashpoint. Like, uh, the last time it was even in the comics was in the New 52, and it was a second feature in the Justice League comics. So it's, yeah, yeah. So that's pretty much all with Shazam and everything um but that's it for dc stuff uh marvel stuff uh punisher and jessica jones canceled before jessica jones season three even comes out but it's still coming out right uh, they would not not
1: release it i, I want to say yeah because i thought they already started filming yeah. it
0: no they already finished filming it i'm pretty sure yeah so i don't know why they wouldn't
1: yeah, just release I, th- it. I
0: think it's still gonna release but basically they're just saying they're all canceled and the whole thing is now netflix has the whole millar world now so all the mark millar comics will be having shows there including kick-ass and a bunch of other different shows we'll have like basically they'll be the comic shows and movies that we talked about before in previous episodes and then like stuff like umbrella academy and other things now like so they don't need the big two to have like their own superhero universes now on netflix yeah. so daredevil punisher and them as cool as they were aren't even necessary but they could always find a home possibly on hulu or disney plus we'll see what happens um
1: yeah, that's probably what's going to yeah. happen. Because Disney's already said that, like, you know, it wasn't us that canceled it. It just Netflix didn't want to keep doing it. So we, we're we fine doing it so at some point in the future ourselves. But yeah, and when they will. That they probably will. will. Then, yeah, most likely. Win, I have no, no idea. But good bet that it's going to show up on either Disney Plus or Hulu. And they have enough
0: shows to, like, literally, there's so much content now that it's not going to. You're gonna feel like you weren't even missing it, to be that's, honest. That's and fair. And then when it comes back, you'll be like, "Oh, cool! I forgot." And then I'm looking forward to it. Like, honestly, that's that's how it's gonna be for me. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So besides that, uh, what else do we have? Did uh, you have any speaking have any specific-
1: of uh, Marvel shows? Oh yes. Oh. Apparently, yes. like I honestly thought after the last season of Shield that Agents of Shield was canceled because the way they left it off it. It looked like they were trying to give it a, like, it would be fine if this was the last episode kind of thing. But I, there was a news report that I saw at some point uh, recently that was, like, they're going to bring the trailer to the for the new season to some Comic-Con somewhere. I, I wasn't sure which one. So I was like, oh, okay, I guess the show is not canceled. They're going to keep going without, like, one of the main characters. Or or whatever, (laughs) so there's that. And then
0: um. They said that Guardians of the Galaxy Three will use James Gunn's script. Yeah, of course his full yeah his full script will be used. I still don't care, myself personally. Like I'm probably still not gonna watch the movie just out of sheer moral values.
1: That's fair. Like honestly, it feels like disney's attempt at a a compromise of like well we're not we're not hiring the guy back that we had to fire because of like controversy which was ridiculous at the time anyway like sure making sexist jokes or or whatever it was is like not cool but that was like literally 10 years ago and he's like yeah those were stupid tweets like i was a dumbass then but whatever i don't know like, yeah. I, we don't we don't need to get into it again. It, it's just For like, sure. it feels like Disney's saying, we can't hire this guy back, we're sticking to our guns, but to all the fans of this guy who wanted him to keep working on Guardians, at least here's, we'll use his script, or whatever, which is, it feels yeah. like a weird half, like, the guy's fine, but he's not fine enough. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, they'll well, be doing Sisko's Squad 2 now, so it's... That's it. It's, but, yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, speaking of which, I forgot to say. Uh, apparently, there's a uh, rumor that Will Smith won't return as oh, Deadshot. Basically, Will Smith as Deadshot won't return uh, to Suicide Squad 2, and might eventually, besides maybe like Harley Quinn, uh, be a new basically team, and hopefully so he's we'll not... have that criminal aspect again, like the the full like uh, espionage instead of magic. And so bullshit.
1: he's not quitting. D, like the DC universe he's just not doing justice or um I'm not too sure. Like
0: um I'm unsure. I could uh let me look more into it, but we'll keep talking until then. Yeah. Um another thing was uh So i going into the LXC3 uh Black Widow news a little bit. Uh there was Kevin I believe Kevin Feige said that the sh- the movie won't be rated R it'll probably be PG thirteen which i mean everyone should have already known that it wouldn't be rated r just because it's marvel yeah
1: and disney disney they don't like those r's
0: yeah i mean they'll they're going to probably still do it with like deadpool and everything but that's still a different yeah that's that's thing the only completely. thing that they've for
1: sure said that like hey there's clearly a market for like r-rated marvel stuff we'll keep doing that for at least for deadpool
0: Oh, here we go. Uh, so, according to variety, uh, Will Smith will be bowing out of the sequel to twenty sixteen Suicide Squad due to scheduling issues, although the decision was made on amicable terms between both sides with no hard feelings.
1: Okay. Yeah. So, not a definitive, he's not ever coming back to D.C., just he's not going to be in Ju- a Suicide Squad 2, for yeah. sure. Because the whole
0: thing was the same sources uh, have said that the, the studio wanted uh, basically... Margot Robbie and Will Smith to come back and have the rest of the cast be new faces. So, okay. oh yeah, I was right. Uh, Suicide Squad two, uh, August sixth, twenty twenty one. So it would be that and the Batman for twenty twenty one. Haha. I was okay. right. Cool. All right, uh, and then the last Marvel news. More not really MCU, but uh, there was a trailer for Dark Phoenix, uh, second trailer, and it basically showed more of kind of, you don't really know exactly what Magneto was trying to do in the first trailer, and you know exactly now what he's trying to do in the second trailer. <laughs> um, so everything's, like, two teams now. Uh, you have the team that seems like they want to save Jean uh, from doing crazy shit and basically save her from the Phoenix within her, and then there's a team that wants to destroy her because she'll destroy everything, which Xavier's team is the ones who want to save her. It has, like, Cyclops in them, and then magneto's team wants to destroy her because she's too dangerous and like you could even see her crushing magneto's helmet with over his head yeah that was pretty brutal yeah and uh we they clearly like it's 100 i'm 100 sure uh they, they even kind of spoiled it in an article somewhere that mystique is the character you see that uh is in the, the funeral is for her and then she dies and it's most likely because gene loses control and basically kills her And that is why Beast is pissed off at Charles for everything, and he says, fuck you, Xavier, and then he goes with Magneto to basically stop Jean. He's like, fuck this, we have to kill her. Most likely. Uh, Whereas Cyclops is like, you know, I love her, let's save her, and stuff like that. So, it kind of, you get a really big sense of what's going on, which I don't know if that reveals too much of like, well, there goes all the shock, and like, a lot of the plot now you already know, but at the same time, um, I don't know, I'm, I'm it's really exciting for me just cause I've always been a bigger X-Men fan than an, like a Avengers fan in terms of like the comics and just all the areas. Like, uh, it's, yeah, I'm just looking forward to it. And it comes out this year and I'm like, yes, give it to me. Yeah. Yeah. And then there was another trailer, uh, not Marvel. Uh, this is Hellboy had a second trailer, which honestly was better than the first trailer. Cause the yeah. first one kind of gave weird feelings.
1: Yeah. It looked like they were trying to make it a, Comedy or whatever, which was weird. Yeah. And this one made it seem more of an action movie, like I was expecting. Yeah, more like the Hellboy everyone was expecting, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, it still got some jokes in it, but it's just, like, it looks badass. Yeah, it looks... It, it just doesn't... It looks like it's not gonna
0: be... Like, they just over... They overindulged on the amount of, probably, the jokes in that first trailer, and that's probably not the whole movie, which was what I was slightly now cautious of, because before the first trailer, I was just incredibly excited for the movie, and then the first trailer came out, and I was like, I'm still really excited, it's just, I'm hoping it's not entirely like that trailer, basically. Yeah. And the second trailer kind of made me, gave me more positive vibes towards it, basically.
1: Honestly, the, sh- the shot that sold me on the, the movie for the trailer was... Uh when he's, like, riding some sort of, like, crazy-looking dragon thing while he's got, like, his horns all out and he's wielding a flaming Excalibur sword. Like, stylistically, that just looks badass. And I want to see what leads to that moment.
0: Alright. Yeah, it was was pretty tight. And then next up we have some Halo TV series news for the Showtime uh, series. Uh, they have, apparently, deadline reports that Otto Bathurst will be its new director and executive producer, as, remember, the well, previous director left. And he was known for directing the previous year's Robin Hood movie with uh, that very urbany Robin Hood movie. Oh, uh, the one that no one liked? <sighs> yes. And, apparently, episodes of Peaky Blinders and Black Mirror, which, at least, plus for Black Mirror, negative for Robin Hood... And, uh, the show is Daniel. now fast-tracked to come out, hopefully, in 2029.
1: Yeah, Daniel watched Peaky Blinders. I think he That's liked true.
0: it. Okay, cool. Yeah, we'll, we'll see this movie in about, I want to say, in... I want to, like, after the next two generations of Xbox come and go, we'll probably get the show. In, like,
1: 2029
0: or 2030.
1: Maybe. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh this show's never coming. <laughs> nah, no, they keep, like, so adding directors long. and changing direction. It's just, like, fucking... Yeah. It's like this I in the know.
0: Uncharted movie. These two things have just been, like, it's
1: it's a coming. They used to something up. Yeah. Do you remember how excited we got when, like, at the Xbox One reveal, they were like, hey, by the way, we're going to make a Halo series, and it's going to be directed by fucking Steven Spielberg. And we were all like... What? Yes, please. And yeah, and then it just never happened. And then we got at Halo- least we have Nightfall. Yeah, and then oh. we got Halo Nightfall that was bad. <laughs> well, I shouldn't say bad. It just wasn't. Why good. did you get rid of Lee Scott? It's like, hey, let's go back to like a shard of the Halo Ring. That's a cool location to go to. Hey, you know what's all like hidden on the Halo Ring? Like, is it the Flood? No, it's just just engineer worms, just not in you mean brute form. hunter worms. Hunter worms. Just not in like yeah. hunter form. It's yeah. Like why would you go back to the halo ring and not do like fucking the flood? Like that could yeah. have survived the halo ring explosion. I don't see the it's like the hunter worms surviving that long on a halo ring. But whatever. Dude, I don't know,
0: man. I don't know. <sighs> All right, uh, and then that is pretty much... Oh, of course, Game of Thrones news. Uh, we've got new posters, basically, of each character on the throne. It is a large amount of people that are shown. So it's kind of akin to the very first... Um, do you remember... Uh, what do you call it? The the trailer for the very first... before For the first season? when it just shows, like, the, it's, like, the throne, and it shows each character on the throne, and it's kind of, like, thunder yeah. and stuff, yeah. So they did it again, but it's just, like, posters, and it's, um...
1: It's just a bunch a of characters of, on the It was throne. a
0: shit ton of people, yeah. <clears throat> Except, I, I like that uh, one of
1: them was the, uh, the Night, Night King. King. I was yeah. like, why?
0: He's a contender now. Um, but they showed, basically, I don't, it's easier to say who they showed than who they didn't show, and the two main ones they didn't show were Tormund and, uh, uh, Don Dondarrion. I almost fucking blanked on his name. Uh, yeah, Tormund and Barrack weren't there because remember when they were they were at the wall when it blew up basically from the dragon. Yeah. So I'm hoping. I mean, they're probably alive. They have to be alive. But it was just interesting not seeing them specifically there. Uh, I, I think was there was some other characters that might have not been there just because there's so many characters still left even though there's a lot of them are dead. Uh, it's it's just you know dude we're less than two months away we're so so fucking close they haven't given us a trailer yet they have just given us small clips and overall hbo trailers of all their shows which has been pissing me off <laughs> i just want one trailer i i don't want one giving away too much but just just give me something man i'm just kind of going through withdrawal and shit not really because the show i'm watching it again but still just give me give me some shit dog uh last game of thrones piece of news though this is really cool there's it, it sounds like basically uh they're, they're, they're gonna have the longest battle sequence yeah, I heard that, this and I'm just like,
1: ooh, because the battle of the bastards was like fucking long and good.
0: It's basically a report from Entertainment Weekly. Apparently, a uh, a battle will be featured at Winterfell, so it's be full battle Winterfell. Winterfell pitting like human allies against the army of the Night King. And it it says it brings together basically most of the most major Game of Thrones characters in one place.
1: Uh,
0: and the last time they did that was Episode
1: One. And it's going to be the longest consecutive battle scene. (sighs) Who's going to die? I'm already freaking out. I'm like, I think so, possibly, because it's like each
0: episode could possibly be an hour and a half. And I'm just like, how do you, how do you, uh, it's, uh, who's left to kill? Like, you don't want anyone else to die. It's, it's so, it's freaking me out, man. Like, I feel like they're going to kill Dolores Ed. I feel like they're going to kill. Beric, maybe... I think Tormund will live a little bit longer. Uh, I think uh, they might kill Podrick. Like, I feel like they're just gonna kill... I don't think anyone's safe. <coughs> like I honestly. think the Hound will live long enough for the game Bull. I think Brienne will survive long enough, because I just don't see her dying anytime soon yet, unless she, like, gives her life for one of the Stark girls. Um, I don't see any of the Starks dying. Yet. In the beginning, I doubt it. Uh, if there would I mean be that's what I that... said
1: at the beginning of the series, but like half of them
0: die. Well, <laughs> yeah, but I feel like these are the these ones are too important now. I feel that's like what I said about any Rod. of the four. If any of the four die, I hate to say it, I think it would be Arya. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like Sansa is the most. No, I think Sansa. I think if any of them live, it's going to be Sansa. Really? Yes. Interesting. I think if anyone lives, it'll be Sansa. I think if anyone dies, it'll be Arya.
1: See, I think um, my, my problem is in the books, Sansa is for sure the most useless. So if I'm going off of like She's the, become too strong now, though, in that's terms the thing is like not in combat, but everywhere else. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like in the series, which is now past the books, she's kinda started to make herself more politically savvy and like know how to play people and make herself important. Oh shit. What if Grey Worm does? I mean that's Possible, but I feel was, like could die. That would suck because he's awesome.
0: Yeah, I think he could possibly die. Um, I mean, they, they'll have a lot of extra character. There's gonna be so many people to die, though. Of course. Um, I don't know, uh, dude. If Davos they, were th- if they killed Davos, I would be so salty. I uh, I would just i have a bad. John John and Davos are my favorite characters right now. Still, like at this point, they are my top two. They're so fucking
1: awesome. I have I a bad feeling that Tyrion is going to die. Really? But, like, well, like of all the characters. He's- oh, Varys will probably die. Who? Varys? Oh, probably. I could see that.
0: I just well, feel like- should be back because she said she would. It sounded like she said her and Varys would die in
1: some prophecy or some oh, right, shit. Yeah. I, I just feel like, of all the people that. Because like, shit's going down at this point in the in the world. Like, humanity is basically at war with, like, itself and the undead at the same time. And, like, stakes are high. I feel like of all the characters in the show, Tyrion is the least able to defend himself. Because he can't, like... Oh, he's not going to be in the battle. That's the thing. That's, I think, that's why I think he's going to... The
0: people that aren't battle-tested are the, going to be the ones that live longer because they're not going to be at the... Front line. They're gonna be basically like in the back strategizing, or basically like, oh, it's
1: time to fucking go, and then the rest are still at the front holding off the fucking dead. I mean, that would make sense. I just feel like maybe I'm just going off of like the uh, the Battle of the Bay, Blackwater Bay, where like Cersei literally made Tyrion go to the front line, and like that's how he got like. Well, at least in the book, he lost like his whole nose, but in the show, he just got like a wicked cool scar. Well, that was also because Joffrey tried to have him killed. That too. So that that's fair. So like, I don't know. I feel like, I maybe maybe it's just like of all the characters that I would least want to see die, it's probably Tyrion because I fucking love that guy. Yeah. So I just
0: don't. I don't want to see anyone die. But it's because I mean also true. look at it now too. There's going to be three perspectives. If anything, like you have only three areas left. You have everyone's in the north. Everyone's going to be at Winterfell. And then you have Cersei standalone with like Kyburn and the mountain. And uh, yeah, it's just them in King's Landing.
1: I do fucking hope that Cersei dies because she's fucking
0: crazy. Oh, she's probably going to die. <laughs> but it's like, it's basically because uh, it, I, I feel uh, like
1: I said, I think Jamie's going to kill her. Maybe we'll see. Jamie or Arya That would be tragic, but I could definitely see that happening. Because yeah. like, or at least it would be tragic for Jamie. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, I think. uh, So, we have the whole Winterfell squad basically. We have Cersei in the south, and then we have the Greyjoy storyline, which will be Theon rescuing uh, Yara from Euron. So, we have those three areas. Wherever. Basically, we have like the naval, we have the King's Landing, we have Winterfell. These are now the last three areas left of like different areas. So, like, uh, there won't be as much. If they're switching, it's more between characters in the same place than it is. Of different settings, which is gonna be interesting because you know have like the intros always have all the different places. This one, it's like, what's it gonna be? It's gonna show uh, the King's, Landing, intro. <laughs> Kings Landing, Winterfell, and the Wall, and maybe one other place, wherever Theon and Euron are. Yeah. Yeah. But all right, um, I think that's all we got time for. Uh, there might be some other stuff, but fuck it. Uh, <laughs> nah,
1: I th- I, we're definitely through my list at least. Yeah,
0: so it's over. We're getting nearing the two and a half hour point. Jeez. Uh, that's pretty much it for today. Oh, I do want to say really fast. Uh, we are now... So I looked into putting us on Spotify. Because before I've heard it's very difficult to get on there. So I was like, uh, maybe I'll try doing it. We'll see. I attempted to do it. And it actually was the easiest of all the other For real. Uh, Yes, it was easier than Apple, it was easier than Google, do I do it was this. the fastest one. I was like, what the fuck? I was just, I was actually laughing at how easy it was. Uh, we actually, so it was just like, oh, one page click, like put RSS feed and shit like that, done. And then it, it didn't say, oh yeah, I'll be there like in this coming week or next tomorrow or the next day or whatever. It's like, yeah, it should be there within three hours. Damn. Or like uh, after three hours, it'll, you'll start seeing everything and it was already all all there. And I was like, wow, that was easy. So we now are on Spotify, which seems like the biggest one. Uh, Second would be Apple, smallest maybe Google and then SoundCloud, of course. Yeah, Uh, I've
1: I've been telling people we're on uh, Spotify and like that of all the uh, times that I've, like I've, I told people when we got onto iTunes, I told people when we got onto Google Play. No now, shit, yeah. Now Spotify people are like, "Oh, I'll give it a listen now." It's like, yeah. Cool. And I'm going to I haven't had a
0: chance to check yet with her cuz really like I told them mainly just to check out if they were listening for the first time, uh, just listen to episode 6 uh, 15 and just skip the others they're not important. Like it's all time based anyway. So just like listen to the last episode. So I'll check the uh, charts and see if how many listens we had, if we had any, because I'm not sure if we, if anyone actually did or not. They could all be like, yeah, we listened, and be like, ah, oh, shit, no one listened at all. These you, you bastards, you, you said you'd support me, uh, but yeah, we'll 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 see what happens. Uh, until then, uh, hopefully, I honestly, there's a good chance we won't be back next week. I'm not too sure just how busy
1: I am, and I don't know if you're going to be busy or not. Well, uh, next week I might be a bit busy because I got like. At least one midterm and a quiz and probably another writing assignment I'm going to be working on. So, like, I this one weekend, I had nothing to do, which was nice. But now I'm starting to get ba- ba- a little bit beyond or a little bit behind. Not beyond. Yeah. So, <laughs> yes. so I'll, I'll be fine for finals. But at least, like, next week is probably going to be a bit busy for me. So... I I could probably make recording work, but we'll play it by ear.
0: Yeah. For me, I I just don't see time being on my side currently at the moment. So I'll just... It'll be easier to say right now we might not be on a weekly format again. It might be, like, every two weeks or something like that. Just to... It's safer to say and more look for If you actually do look forward to the show, more look forward to it every two weeks instead of every week. And if it comes two weeks in a row then that's more of like a treat right now, at least until, I don't know, until I can find a better way to get other things done. Just because like today was a day off, so I, I was able to like, get a lot of stuff done at home that I've honestly needed to probably do for weeks now. So um, I know how that goes. Yeah, it, it's just been
1: <laughs> It's like it's day off. Great. I can catch up on my shit. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's like oh cool! I have to go get paid to work. I'm gonna go do the work I have to do at home now. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, all that. Kind now of fun to stuff. pay
1: myself. <laughs> exactly.
0: But uh, yeah, we'll we'll see what we'll, we'll see what happens. I would hope that by the time we come back, I will at least be done with like gears and um, maybe like hopefully get to the end game of anthem but honestly most importantly to me i just want to get i just want to finish red dead uh, Yeah, i want to at least get to chapter four by the time we next time talk but i'd also like time to just play it not to mention i hate saying this i mean i don't hate saying this but i might jump there's a new season of destiny season of the drifters so yeah i'm actually some, wicked interested tomorrow. in the drifter season because like i'm i'm ready to ju- i think because we've taken a big break we stopped like in december yeah we barely see. did any of the the forge we didn't do any of the forge really yeah uh and honestly if we do jump back in i say we just i I just say we just go for the whisper of the worm i want to get that
1: gun that's fine did you watch the vdoc that they did for yes that's why i was interested one one thing that i liked that they said was like hey if you're one of those people that don't like how long it takes to grind to get to like oh the fucking bounties yeah the level bounties yes that's why i'm like oh shit yeah they're like oh yeah by the way we're gonna implement like epic bounties for the uh for the stranger or whatever that can get you leveled to like 650 or whatever or like close to it within like three hours or whatever i was like thank you yes please yeah (laughs) so we'll, we'll see about that too
0: um yeah it's going to be fucking crazy the next uh, few weeks or so. Well, actually, no, every week's going to be crazy until things are eliminated entirely.
1: <laughs> yeah. So for me, I got this week and then last next week is the last week of the quarter. And then I got finals. So I should be home in like yes. three weeks. I'm have like, I'm thinking of like oh, if I just took a personal
0: vacation just because I have, I have not one, but I, I'm not even joking. I have four vacations planned for the late spring and summer. They're not like one of them's like three days, one of them's like four, but like two of them are bigger, like 10 to like one's like a week and maybe 10 days for Damn. the other one. Yeah, they're going to be big. Uh, but it's like, I just need it. But also, like, I'm like, oh, what if I just took a couple days or like a few days and just like, um, oh, like, I have so many sick hours I never use. So I'm like, oh, what if I just like just Dude, I took liked, a, and some I... days and just sat down and just Oops. relaxed for once? It would be great. But yeah, if I if I just got a few days of free time, I would just utilize it to its fullest if I yeah. could.
1: that's one thing I wish I had done at the deli was actually like use my six uh, my sick hours before I left because I didn't.
0: Oh, you should have <laughs> just used all of them. Just like, all right, yeah,
1: just call out every day. Yeah, yeah. I honestly should have done that like <clears throat> a, like a week before I had to get, like I had to leave. I should have been like, hey, uh, you know all those like how like sixty hours of. Like or however many hours you get to a crew in California of like sick hours, like I'ma cash them all in and not have to work for a week. You still gotta pay me because that's the law. Exactly. (laughs)
0: And dude, I've I called out once. Only once. And it was for the the Godzilla. Remember when we went to see Godzilla at the Balboa? Alright, yeah. (laughs) That was it. That's the only time. That is the only time. So everything's not cracking up and I just never it's it's really bad. Because whenever I want to use it, I'm like, oh, but I need to get this work done. (laughs) So I'm just like, wait, oh my god, am I thinking I'm just completely sucked in? It's so fucking bad. Uh, I I don't know. Uh, I'm going to figure days out. There's going to be some days where I'm just like, all right, this is it. Finally, time to cash in a little bit. Just just like two days, that's it. Just, 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 Just grab them. But all right, that's that's enough of that. We're we're yeah. running super long here. If you want to contact us, email us, uh, give us feedback, whether it's positive, negative, uh, you could once again you could be the very first person to email us. That would be fucking crazy. And we will we'll read your stuff on the on the show if it's if it's worth reading. I don't know if you just like post and be like, hey, this is the first email. And then that's all you say is, I'm your first email. I'm like, oh, that's, you didn't give us any actual comments, but okay. Yeah, honestly, Uh, like,
1: interesting questions that get us to talk, that we'll we'll take that.
0: Yeah, because honestly, that could also take up time more of like, we could maybe diverge less time to like certain news pieces that are more minor and more towards like, oh, talking to about specific topics that they want us to talk about and stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, But, to do that, of course, email us at talk at gmail.com. If you want to follow us on Twitter, you can follow sutro at sutrosidetalk. And then if you want to follow us individually, you can follow James at invaderjim124. Uh, you can follow me at underscore raider underscore. And... All of this stuff will always uh, I put it so it's gonna be in all the different uh, platforms, but it's in the show notes. So once you look at the notes of the show, it'll kind of give you like the synopsis of the episode. Below it, usually like a space below, you'll see all the contact stuff. So you can always just go there. Uh, until then, you guys have a great one.
1: Yeah, thanks for listening.